guys, I am dragging ass today. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Dragging ass today. Let me tell you this. 11 o'clock a.m. yesterday, I got a text from Rainer. He's like, hey, are you going to go see Lord of the Rings in theaters? I'm like, I'm sorry, what? I have this thing on, my f- on, on like, uh, these movie ticket apps where whenever Lord of the Rings shows up in, like, within 100 miles, I should get an email, like, a, like a month before so I could plan for it. Like, what do you mean? I'm seeing Lord of the Rings. And he's like, Yeah, Hebner Oaks, five minutes from my house, is showing the extended editions Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, one per day to lead up to the Ring of Power. So at like five o'clock, I'm like, I'm let me make sure John doesn't need me for unboxing. I'm gonna buy a ticket. Boom, went there, amazing experience, got to share it with Rainer. It was fantastic. I get home, it's like super late. It starts at seven. I get home almost like eleven fifteen. No more than 30 minutes later, I'm, I'm lying down, just kind of working on some stuff for the show. I think I was uploading small talk or something. And I hear, like, this car spin out and this huge bang. And I'm like, well, someone someone definitely just got in a car accident. And hopefully everyone's okay. You know, it's like almost midnight at this point. Get out of bed. And there's, like, Jeez. debris everywhere. like Like, dust and debris and everything. And I'm like, oh my god! Like, hopefully this person's okay. And I just hear this car just revving his engines, like trying to get out of there. And I'm like, yeah, I should probably call the cops. Like, this guy's clearly trying to hit and run. So I, I go inside, call the cops. They're like, okay, do you have a description of the the person? Or like, is everyone okay? Like, do they do we need to send an ambulance? Cause right now they're just sending police and fire. I'm like, let me go check. And I look out and I see this guy, and I'm like, dang, he's really sweaty. Like, why is he, why is this guy so sweaty? And, and he like runs by my house and I'm like, oh shit, that's blood. He's like, like fucking bleeding all over himself. Oh my gosh. But clearly not being a a good citizen. He's like running away from, from the accident. Right. So of course, like they all do. (sighs) This morning I I woke up and there was a pair of, of Nike slides in front of my house. So he, he just was all kinds. I I didn't check. (laughs) Dude, catch your blessings. Say those for me I when I check. come to San Antonio, just in I, case. I will, just in case. <laughs> so what happened was he hit my neighbor's house, and then his car spun more, and then hit the other neighbor, two houses. What? Good old-fashioned, two birds with one stone, eh? And, uh, boy, <laughs> I, I was talking to my neighbor, the, the, one that, the first house that got hit. He's like, yeah, we were sleeping, and we thought it was an earthquake. We did, like, our dresser just fell on us, because their, their dresser was up against that wall Ikea. that the car wow. hit. And I was like, oh, my God, like, that's wild. It was a crazy night. So uh, need, needless to say, I didn't get to sleep till like, like 4 a.m. And we have to be up at 6 for school. So uh, we're going to be dragging ass tonight. And that's uh, that's my fault. So. I thought you were going to such a wild I thought you were the is... driving the car after the theater watch. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord of the Rings is too long. He's chosen off. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, boy. That was, uh, boy. Just uh, be careful. Don't drink and drive, guys. Take an Uber. <laughs> Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are... Tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. He's got a billion toys. 
You brought in the doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash Collecting Weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Jonathan. <laughs> I'm Marco. And I'm Ben. Welcome to this week's episode <laughs> of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting. That's right. And we want to take a, take a second to thank our sponsors, <laughs> One Six Corner. Uh, for sponsoring tonight's episode, use code CW10, that's CW10, for uh, 10% off your in-stock pre-order at 16corner.com. Bunch of angels there. Are you all right, Bro, Dean? The, the, the video went off, and then you know PewDiePie said his thing, and then it cuts back to us, and everybody's just a black screen. I was like, oh, no. Okay, oh, here we go. Like, it. everything was going well until yeah, right there. I hate to see it. Welcome Zach to just the... proved that anyway, he doesn't even need you, though. He could do welcome, both parts. Welcome to the only well. place to be Tuesday. Welcome to the only place to be at Tuesday at 8.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, Collecting Weekly. Uh, DJ says, was it one of those donut-doing motherfuckers? We have a lot of those takeovers here in Chicago. I don't know, man, but it's fucking wild. Ninja Squirrel, yeah, I'm... Zach doesn't live on like a busy he's like in the middle of a neighborhood like there's no reason anybody should be driving like that like may like maybe you could argue the turn is kind of blind but he was going you should fast. not be going fast enough to lose control like that that's fucking to hit nuts. two houses one house I could see yeah I, for real. I get it one house two houses is, is one too many there's definitely speed bumps on that street too. Maybe a little but further not, down. Not but... in front of my house. Yeah, so we're not gonna there. ask the city to ask That's them. Fucking nuts, bro. I would. Uh, and you have precedent <laughs> to get them. Imagine how much your insurance goes up if you hit two houses. Like you're pretty <laughs> fucked. Jesus at that Christ, point. <laughs> bro. Two houses, no one car. That motherfucker probably doesn't have. He insurance did, I was just about to say, bro. If you're, yeah. if you're ditching your flies at, at <laughs> one in the morning, you probably don't have insurance. <laughs> Ninja Squirrel, I'm here for the monkey business. A round of bananas for the panel and viewers. Peel back and enjoy the best podcast of the week. CW, Mark Pearson. I see 60 percent of this panel in five weeks. I cannot wait. We can't wait either, Mark. Just don't park on the curb, for God's sakes. Um, <laughs> we we have a great show planned for you guys tonight. To be honest, we don't have very much to talk about, but that has never, ever stopped us, Brenton. I know why Zach's house was for sale. That has never stopped us before. Uh, before we get into it, we have a very special segment that we start off all the best shows. Dean, are you ready? Yeah, you guys? Yes. It's new this week. Yeah, yeah. What'd you get new this week? I, um, I didn't get jack shit. I don't. I was out of town for most of it, so nothing for me. What about you? Guys? What'd you catch? What'd you catch while you were away? Oh, I did. We caught some fish, dude. My fish got stolen, bro. By like I'm, a person I'm, or I'm like seagulls. another fish? By a, the by two people. I'll tell the story later, but I was pissed. But as a group, we all we caught like six fish. Uh huh. So, so okay. dirty. Well, that's not bad. Do you guys put yeah. the fish back in the water or you eat them? Uh, some of them you, you threw back because they were kind of just trash fish, but the good ones we kept. <clears throat> you caught fish from the wild and you gutted them. Yeah, and then own... we ate them. Did, they, did you gut them or the fish people gut them? 
like um, the, the boat people. When you come back in the port, there, uh, there's like the place where you, that you charter. They do yeah. it for you. Do you nice. even have the cojones to gut his own fish? Hey, man, why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free? How do yeah, you guys like, catch them there, Dad? How do you guys catch them there, Dean? Like, do you bring your big guns? Like, you just, like, blow them away? Or, like... <laughs> yeah, we just fucking shoot them into the water until they <laughs> fish start flying up. It's Put like it's Alaska, Alaskan ice fishing. It's Texas Gulf no, it was... fishing. You just... <laughs> Look at the shotgun. Yeah, yeah it's uh, deep sea fishing. About, uh, you go, jump on a boat three hours out. Then you, you hang around for, like, four hours, and you sail three hours back. Um, the boat only is probably only going maybe like 15 miles an hour, so you're really not going that far, but, you know, three hours on a boat, or nine total hours, you know. Um, but, yeah, it was cool. And then there's a place next door. It's a restaurant, and you catch, and they cook. So we, Look uh, at that. They got the whole business model worked out together. Bro, it was it was an amazing experience. It was expensive as shit, but it was really amazing. What's up, Louise? Uh, John, what did you get this week? I picked up the... Uh... Legendary Beast Third Scale Captain America this past weekend. Uh, yeah, awesome piece. They did a great job. Uh, Legendary Beast knocked out of the park with this one. Super happy with it. Is that a companion piece to any, anything else you already have, John? This would be... I guess this would go... This would be part of the line with uh, the Thor there. Oh, yeah. Those are Same great company. together. Damn. I'm, and they, I'm assuming they have an Iron Man too, right? The Iron Man. They're doing the... Uh, the Hulk, Hulk, right? Hulk as well. Jesus, I God. am oh, wow. loving John's new this week. Lately, he is just going ham. I mean, let me ask you. Let me ask you this, John. <laughs> you, I feel like you hadn't picked up stuff for a while, yeah. and you're going hoard in the paint, Dude, my guy. Almost what? the entire time <laughs> he's been on the show. How much are they paying you in Canada? I need to go to Canada <laughs> and get a job, dude. No, it's, well, it's you know, you, you, you let go you a little work bit hard, of you play harder, right? That's how it works. There we go. Man. John go. works fucking hard. Yeah, probably. I will never first, not say first that. you gaba, then you ghoul. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Dude, but don't forget, I was clearing up some of the hot toys too, right? That's, so. that's true. true. That's right. But, but you come I, a long way. The last, the first after, or excuse me, the first collecting weekly I was on, I think you had like a toaster or something like that. Now you're getting two statues a week. A toaster? Yeah, because I stopped. I wasn't into anything. <laughs> I was getting some hot toys here and there, and then I, there weren't really any statues that were catching my my eye, and then. Um, also, having a baby doesn't help. Yeah, but, I can imagine. Um, you sold yeah, the baby? back in the game. Back in the game. <laughs> no, no. What, what was the second piece you got? The second piece was a custom from the same uh, same gentleman. This is a custom uh, Mistress Death to go with the Thanos on Throne, the Sideshow Thanos on Throne. So I think there's like only 60 of these made. And I saw it, and I just thought it was such a great companion piece. I also like how on the base... You have the portraits of the Avengers as well, so I think everything oh, once everything's set up, it, oh, it'll tie in together. Yeah, he he actually I reached out to the guy. He actually officially sent me the because um, I know we were talking about unboxing, so we weren't necessarily sure who was on the base, but uh -huh. he sent me the actual list of them. Hold on, quickly, I have it here. Uh, what's his name? Here we go. It is Hulk, Black Widow. Captain America, Hawkeye, Scarlet Witch, Thor, and then you have Iron Man. God damn. So I think they all, all the kind of, with that display, you you kind of get the whole, it meshes well with the collection. That's sick as hell. Damn. Yeah. Looks really good, man. Appreciate damn. it, guys. Dude, congratulations. Um, dude, third scale is such a beast. Like I, Oh, my God. I want it, but I, 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 I don't know. 
I'm scared. Photos and seeing it live on stream is nothing until you see it in in person, in hand. It's it's a very uh, very deep rabbit hole. Did you? The, oh, go oh, sorry. Go ahead. Um, My fault. Did you get like a good deal on these? I guess because you bought them together. Like, was the guy able to kind of work with you? A bit yeah, or? more or less paid about retail for them. So nice. that Captain America only has an edition size of I think three eighty something. Mm-hmm. So he's been long sold out, but he we were able to kind of work out a deal and kind of get the get it at about retail, well below That's retail what cool. that does. Yeah, it's it, he was a really nice guy. Very does your cap wife... have a swappable? Sorry about that, Ben. Does no. the cap have a swappable head with like an unmasked oh, yeah. portrait or? No, not unmasked. There's a swappable portrait, a more modern one where the the wings aren't sculpted. Uh, it's a more modern look, and a then there's a little more MCU like. There's a, another two shields, as well. There's a shield that goes on the back, and there's swap out hands where he's pointing. A whole swap, out, and there's a whole swap out torso. Oh, the upper geez, torso swaps out. Yeah. Jesus Christ! I was gonna ask if you're, if, like, does your wife like these, or does she like the hot toys more, or doesn't doesn't kid doesn't care for either? Like, I'm gonna tell you this word for word. One day we were talking about collecting. She's like, you should just stop collecting hot toys. There's no point if they're reissuing everything. Word for word, I'm like, wow. where are you You've getting really this? Grown on her. I've never had the discussion with her in regards to, I guess maybe wow. she watches without me knowing, but what I've a never had. A, lady. I've never had a discussion uh, with her really about it because I don't think she really cares. But yeah, she's like, if keep, they keep reissuing them, what's the point? And I'm like, well, damn. Always nice when the spouse gets involved, eh, John? That's awesome. Yeah. I was on Hero Forge making some D and D stuff, and Victoria's like, "Can I make a character?" I was like, "Of course you can." So we made her a little character. 3D printed it. It came out great. I'd love awesome. to get the family involved. Mm. Um, yeah. Erwin says the LBS cap is hard to find. That's a really good score, John. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Padfish, John's wife heard him say it in his sleep. Yeah, Jesus exactly. Christ. <laughs> uh, Marco, uh, Ben, did you guys have anything new this week? Uh, I, I showed it on After Dark last week, but my uh, my fiance had me some stickers of the Ben Thomas show made, so I wanted to show you guys wow. again. I thought they were pretty cool. I was really excited, so... I uh, I haven't decided what I'm going to do with all 26 of them yet, but I might send you guys a couple. So my, how dare you? <laughs> yeah, my shipping yeah. shipping these days, you never know. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Get out of here. What were you saying, Marco? I was just going to say my new this week. I'm slowing down a little bit right now because I've been doing some traveling, but I did put in a pre order for the in art, the Batman, the sculpted hair version. So it's kind of the latest edition, but yeah, I got to be a little more disciplined because there's so much coming out soon that I really got to stack my cash right now. There we go. Uh, speaking of new this week, we just got this in today. The Live and Let Die stickers uh, will be shipping out. Um, the Patreonies were very generous because we, I guess because they took so long on one of our stickers last month, they like rush ordered both of our stickers this month. So instead of like the normal 10, 15 day turnaround time, they pretty much got it like in two days. So we'll be shipping uh, two months together. Patreonies were generous enough to kind of go for that, which saves us like 60 bucks in shipping and uh, a lot of time. So that was much appreciated um i didn't really get anything new this week but i am uh getting a lot better with the 3d printer so i have some uh few prints that i was really proud of uh these are from uh titan forge the three prints that i'm showing um it was kind of an interesting process to make these um because i'm still pretty new to it so these came pre-supported but when i printed them out they were way too big so i scaled them down but i lost all the support so i had to add them so i was really impressed that they printed out so well now 
I didn't realize, but he gives you two files, one that can scale and one that isn't supposed to scale. So I could have just saved myself the hassle and just used the second file, but you live and learn. But the quality of the printer that Mark and I picked up is fantastic. And uh, I think that the print quality on this is, I mean, you think about it like the, the guy there on the left is like an inch, like 1.4 inches. Uh, pause. And, and the detail is just absolutely incredible. And then I printed this. This was also from the same uh, Patreon um, this was supposed to be like a mount for like a water wizard, but fuck the wizard part. I just like the koi. And so I printed that and just the detail on the scales, uh, just crazy, crazy detailed. Um, crazy. the backside does have like a few little divots from the supports, but I'm reprinting it right now and I put all the supports on the bottom. So in theory, like the model from the angle you'd be looking at, it should be fairly clean, but yeah, for, uh, about a week, week and a half of 3d printing, I'm pretty impressed with, uh, you know, the quality that we're getting out of this. So if you're looking for a 3D printer, I definitely recommend the Mars 3 4K. It's, uh, you know, it's a pretty good printer, pretty easy to set up, pretty beginner friendly. And, uh, you know, if you need any help, I'm sure that uh, between myself and Ian, we can probably get you sorted on it. But How long uh, did you yeah. say these take to actually, like, do the printing itself? Uh, so these guys here took... Um, about two hours, and that's because this okay. guy on the right is, like... Probably he's like twice awesome. twice as tall as like the regular guys. In fact, he was so cool that I actually didn't rescale him. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna keep this guy as like a giant ogre yeah. cook. He um, looks amazing. The, the fish, the way that I printed it, only takes about an hour and twenty minutes. So um, that's if I print one fish or like six, right? It just depends on the tallest sure. part of the print. Um, so yeah, not uh, not too bad, and uh, I think the quality is excellent. So I can't wait to print more miniatures and. You know, eventually, hopefully, I'll find some one six skill stuff I can three D print. Maybe we can do something say, for the for the Patreonies cool. at some point. That'd be really cool. So, is the next phase to paint all of these, or are you just gonna leave them as is? Because they look really great as as they are. Yeah. So, um, I had some paints from when I used to play Warhammer. So this weekend, I was painting the holiday gifts for the D and D team. Um, my main goal between me and Dean's sister is to print. A full team for everybody so it'd be everyone would get like six or seven models and then paint their character for them so they would they would get like the, the team unpainted and their character painted so that's the goal i don't know if that uh is gonna work out but that is the goal um so yeah i do want to eventually paint everything and like models like this like the kind of the npc models like these could be painted really quickly like one color a wash a few like pick out the leather bits and the metal bits you know they won't take very long the characters like that you really want to put more time and they take much longer and these this fish will probably be a pretty simple paint job too but i don't know i just like koi so i thought uh what brenton plays warhammer i honestly do not know that i'm so amazed by that he says he plays warhammer with the wife a couple nights a week i don't know uh, that. i don't know if that's the same warhammer that he's playing that you are but... <laughs> wow i played dungeon the dragons um anyway so that's uh that's that's what i've been up to this week i haven't bought anything the things i've bought have been for the um the the 3d printer so like a screen protector for the screen because i did get a little bit of resin on it so that was fun to clean off and not really um anyways new this week um if anyone else didn't get anything we'll move on to the news uh so first and foremost uh we did get a, a good look at reva uh, i think in the past we've seen her in a few um like shots in the background but this is the cleanest look we've gotten so far i would say it's pretty likely we're gonna get this released um, as a figure, which I don't think 
you know, it really surprises anybody. But I think the portrait looks good. I think the the set of those three together looks really great. Um, I'm curious if any of you guys are going to pick this up if she does come out or what you think about it. Yeah, I would definitely pick this up, honestly. I think she looks terrific, and um, I don't think I need the Grand Inquisitor, but I think that I might need this one next to Vader. Like, it's just a really cool-looking outfit set. And say what you will about the character, but the, the idea of the character and the actress, I think, are, were strong enough that it would compel me to, to add it to the collection at the right price. Um, it would have to be so cheap in order for me to add this character to my collection. Um, that being said, I think it looks fantastic. I just, not for me. Yeah, the trio looks great. The, um, I think she looks really good. Uh, but yeah, I'm the, I'm in the same boat as Dean. I, I don't think I'm going to pull the trigger on this. I didn't get that much of a feel for, uh, for the show. It was well done, but I, I don't necessarily feel like I need representation in the collection. But these three really do look like they were ripped right off the screen. My whole thing is, why are we waiting? Just put her up already. She's in magazines, proto photos, whatever you want to call it. Put it up for pre-order already. What are we waiting for? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I'm surprised that we haven't seen it. I, I thought after we saw this like magazine picture, we'd get almost an immediate kind of after uh, pre-order window. But what I was surprised about by this image wasn't even necessarily Reva. It was actually the size of Darth Vader. I've never owned a Hot Toys Darth Vader. And he in behind these two looks massive. So... I've got him on pre-order for next year, so I'm excited to get him in my collection, uh, the, the new one. But um, in terms of the Reva, I think she looks amazing. I think the uh, the likeness is really, really good. I feel like if you liked the character, then you're going to be pretty stoked about it. I also do think that with the trend of bargain bin prices lately and with figures kind of hitting the market and then kind of slowly going down because the character wasn't crazy popular amongst uh, Star Wars fans, I would be shocked if this one didn't... Uh, go down in price. So I wouldn't, this wouldn't be one that I would pre-order. If anything, I'd be waiting for some in-hand uh, pictures and some reviews and then seeing kind of how it hits the market and, uh, you know, the, looking for that 25% off coupon uh, shortly thereafter. So Things might be changing though, Ben. I know we're going to talk about it later, but things could mm -hmm. be changing. We'll see. Change is good. Um, I feel like if, when this character does get pre-ordered, like, like you guys said, it's, it's like a no-brainer at this point. Um, I think it really needs to have an expressive sculpt. Like for the Grand Inquisitor, I could understand why, because he didn't really do anything in the entire show. But with Reva, so much expression with the actress, I think I think she definitely would need to be included with a second portrait. Uh, and we'll keep you guys updated if we see anything on that front as far as the pre-order goes. Uh, up next, we have the Iron Man 3 Mark VII Open Armor version 365, releasing October 2023 to March 2024. I will be completely honest i don't really care about this figure this is in their diorama diecast series um it looks cool don't get me wrong but it just doesn't really do it for me now you can close all these panels uh for an alternate display at that point i think it would just be better to have the mark 7 on display i think the base is you know it's cool but i don't really Nothing about this really looks great to me. Uh, from the front, I think it just looks really bad, uh, really awkward. And from the back, it does look good, but I, I can't imagine a lot of people displaying this like with the back facing forward. I, I could be wrong, but I, well, it just seems it just seems like a bit of a waste to me if I'm being completely honest. Yeah, 
it, it's kind of because in, in the Avengers movie, the Mark Seven connects to him from the front, like it wraps around him. And then in Iron Man three, he steps in from the back. So it's like, which is it? Like I I don't know. I don't think it could be engineered to work both ways. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I guess it's you know a, a show about aliens and stuff. So. Um, but I completely forgot that this suit was even in Iron Man three. I was like, did they make a mistake? Like I don't remember the suit being in Iron Man three. Sure enough, it is, and this is the scene that. He has a panic attack at the bar and he walks outside and jumps in his Mark seven. Um, <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> so I think like the base, if they had done like a little, like a curbside or like on the street, like it would have been a, a better display option. Cause this base is just kind of like, like his work, his like workbench kind of area. So it just kind of doesn't make any sense to me, but um yeah it's just kind of meh i'd rather just have a mark 7 any of the suit of versions i'd rather just have the suit of this isn't a they've done this already with another release right the mark 5 and the mark it's like the suit up mark 5 and it's still not out still not out where the suit opens up on the mark 5 yeah, it's it's still well. He's like order. in the middle of it, right? It's still no. But there's they did another previous release with a suit like this. Where I you think they teased this one for a few years too, John. Like oh, this is that the one? Been on display for a while. Yeah. Okay, because I know they teased something previously with um, with the internal the insides of the suit like this. I don't. I thought Centurion it was Silver Centurion Oilist work, Workshop said Silver Centurion and the Mark Five. Okay. The second. Mm-hmm. This is really cool. I think. Um, it's tough because, well, no, it's different enough. I think if you're going to do a 2.0, this is the way to do it. Because then the whole suit closes up and you get the whole Iron Man figure. But I would never, I wouldn't display it as an Iron Man figure if I had this. I would completely, I'd face it like you were saying, Zach. I would face the back to the front so you could see all those inner workings. This is cool. This is really cool to display, I think, on a shelf. Uh, price point, what was it, 365 you said? Uh, yes. Eh, that's a little, that's a little up there. You're not getting a portrait, you're just getting the base and the internal workings there. It is die cast though, so I can see where you're going to be paying a little bit more. For me, I think this is one of, I think it's one of the better releases for Iron Man. Just because I, I've always wanted to see the inner workings of the suit and to be able to display it. I think it's cool, especially if you can have a Tony next to it i think that could be really cool put it in the panic attack pose yeah this is a really cool release (laughs) just hearing what you're saying now um this is a really cool release for 2013 but for 2022 i think it's an absolute snoozer um i just nothing about this is appealing to me um i think if they were going to do this and like do a diorama set they should have gone all the way with it like make it the price of one of the higher end vehicles and give us like a portion of the Hall of Armor and give us a Tony with it. Like make it a full on display because as this is, it just doesn't even particularly look good at what, or it doesn't feel like it's accomplishing what it's trying to accomplish. Just like a cool looking armor that's open. So in my opinion, yeah, this is kind of a waste of a release when, when there's so many other cool figures they could be dabbling in. Um, and I'm starting to feel that Iron Man fatigue. I think before I'd be like, okay, you know, just let them release them if that means we get other figures. But 
yeah, this one is like, feels like one too many for me personally. And I'm just feeling that fatigue and, and just want them to go down other lines and, and not do something like this. I think it's a strange scene, like you guys have kind of mentioned, to, to pull from. Like of all the badass Iron Man scenes that have existed in the last decade, uh, this particular panic attack scene is not one that necessarily stands out in my mind. I mean, it's a, it's the time where you kind of feel you feel bad for Tony, uh, and it's just not like it's it's not a it's not a like a look that I necessarily want to display. Like maybe if I was in a psychologist's office and it's like, hey, even Iron Man has anxiety and panic attacks too. Wow. Uh, that would be a cool display. But uh, I do think uh, if this was on like a rotating stand, for example, that might look cool. So you get a chance to kind of see it from all sides, kind of slowly over time. Um, this has the USB technology, I think. So at least there's that. You know, we don't have to worry about batteries. I think that that's nice. You know, keeps it nicely lit. Uh, I agree with you, Marco. I was going to say that too. I think that it's crazy that they didn't at least give you then an Iron, or I should say, a Tony Stark uh, along with this. I think that would have made a really, really cool uh, display if you didn't have something like this in your collection. And I think it was Eddie in the chat that said, you know, I think it would look cool in a like a an Iron Man display. Like if you were an Iron Man collector and you wanted to have a suit that's all opened up and exposed along with some of your other Hall of Armor suits. I think this look would look really cool. So I don't want to take it away from folks that are excited. I would say that for me, this is not something that I would bring into my collection. The price point does seem a little bit high for something that's relatively static. I know, John, you were saying that it could close up and at least you have an Iron Man figure. But like my Mark 7 in terms of figures is still pretty poseable. Like you can do a lot with that guy uh, for not that much more expensive. Uh, so for me, I think if I was going to go after a Mark seven suit, I'd still try and get the, the one we've already had, uh, with the half head sculpt and kind of go from there. But... Yeah. This is for the collector that wants to complete the look in the collection and have yeah. the internals showing. That's if you're going to go for a Mark seven suit, you're not, in my opinion, if I was in your shoes, this is not something that I would go for. I'd want to go for the full, uh, the, the previous release. Um, but this yeah, is something guys that like to see the inside. I get that. Yeah. But we're yeah, funny. Pause. But we're uh, we're past the Iron Man. Like, just move on. Like, come on, man. The were Iron Man three. What, the what year was that released in? That movie. <laughs> Two thousand. Still waiting on the suit up Iron Man two. Holy mac! It does look cool though. You guys have to admit that it doesn't look bad by any stretch. It's I don't just know that it. I mean, is, is looking cool. I think it looks like, pretty cool. I don't. Uh, is looking cool. You don't like, like it? Why did it enough? stop opening at the lay at the halfway right? up the leg? Because they couldn't engineer it. Now That's I can't was... unsee that. Yeah. It's looking cool, like the only bar that we have for this. Like it's this... Hot Toys, yeah. Hello. Kind this of, just, though, this, like... this isn't even like a, f a figure. Like this, what what even is this? Like, if like it's like if you want a statue, just buy a statue at that point, right? Like, well, yeah. It's yeah, not like the other suit up. Uh, to be fair, it is cheaper than the Silver Centurion. The Silver Centurion is forty five, but that one actually can do figure stuff. Like it can pose um, the the. Um, Mark V suit up is 350. That one also, you know, it's a much slimmer suit, so like it's not a full suit, but you still get the ability to pose it as a figure. This is just like you can stand it there, or you could have it closed up standing there. Like it. Well, it's engineered it. well though. Like besides the leg part, it does like look a, like I can imagine this lit up would look amazing in a dark setting. 
this would look pretty cool. That's why I say it looks looks cool. I, I don't think that's the only bar when it comes to collecting, but I do think that like well, for a lot of us, we collect a lot of shit because it looks cool and not because it has necessarily any well, yeah, well, function. If it fits course. your collection, it's going to be pretty things sweet. Things that I collect that look cool are $20, <laughs> not $395. But um, I think John perfect. nailed it, though, with the legs, though, because it's not all completely open, so it just seems yeah, unfinished. And, that seems like a structural if, thing, maybe. Yes, maybe, maybe. But like, if you're going to do it, go all the way with it because... Right now, it just something doesn't feel right about it. And to spend 365 bucks for an Iron Man figure to then turn it backwards and then open it up where it looks like a Transformer just, I don't know, feels lame to me. What price would it need to be for you to think that it was then worth it? Or is there a price that you just don't like this at all? <laughs> 220 On what yeah. planet would you ever see a Hot Toys for 220 again? <laughs> I'm just I saying that's what this would be worth to me. No way. Side side this is terrible, bro. This is this, Honestly, this is not worth. This should have I'm been advertised as a power pose. To be honest, sec. It should have been advertised. Well, that a power pose was. Right. They were 180 when they came out. That's no, but, what I'm yeah, at. but like, this should have been advertised no. as a power pose because you're not. That's what. You're, this is what. This is what. I wouldn't even say is. there's a pose here. It's just a. <laughs> well, there's a John pose here. Hello. Yeah, Ben. I feel like I'd be okay spending extra if it like gave me a full-on display like i said that had the tony that had more of a background mm -hmm. this just feels like i don't know cobbled together and kind of cheap in my mind but it's making for a terrible cash grab because it seems like nobody really likes it so it's like they've still put time and money into making this thing and then we all just hate on it anyways it's like what a waste of time what a waste of time when you think yeah, about that? Yeah, i've been telling you this for the past 20 releases they've all been <laughs> wastes of time i would say to answer Ben's question about what would, price. what price point would be better for this, I did answer, and everyone yelled at me. I that would was higher it, than I expected. I would almost just say make it more expensive, but engineer it in like a proper statue and scale. Because this is a cool display, I'm not gonna lie. But for a Hot Toys, it's like that's not what I buy Hot Toys for. But if you make you. this that's like a, a good point. statue. Not necessarily hot toys, but anybody make this a statue, engineer properly where the legs are open and it looks like it actually functions and it's not what's what's he fucking sticking his feet in the back I'm, of the knee and working it all yeah. the way down like that's that was a part of the anxiety the scene. <laughs> he, <laughs> he yeah, he just stepped like into it. Yeah, so I think like this in a proper statue format would do very well. But the problem but with that. But at 300 bucks for a Hot Toys that does nothing, it's fucking stupid. Almost 400 so, after shipping and taxes. So, yeah. two things with that. I agree with two, um, not two, Nikulio, that we want innovation. We complain about innovation and then they kind of innovate and we still complain. That, to your point, Dean, the, the problem with the statue is if I'm a Hot Toy collector, I'm not going to get a statue to go with my Hot Toys. Right? This is kind of, I think this is a compare. This is straight a companion piece, in my opinion. I don't think you coming yeah. into the hobby as a new collector, this is you're going to be your definitive Iron Man. This is that's just true. a little notch on the collect the collection, on the and belt of the way collection. Too fucking expensive to, for a companion piece. Yeah, well, that's like, the thing. It's like it it doesn't articulate other than opening. Like it's not a figure. Like what the fuck is it? Why am I paying? 400 plus dollars for this fucking thing yeah, yeah. and i think it's still has die cast stamped on it right yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the thing, i think it's right? gonna look a lot better in hand 
and I think there's a difference between innovation, like what they did with the Wolverine, for example, the Days of Future Past. They gave us a leather jacket, the seamless arms. Like that was innovation towards a cool, good-looking figure. This is kind of innovation towards Lord knows what, something that looks like well, shit to me. But personally. you have to con- like. Damn. I don't defend Hot Toys ever. But I'm man, shocked that uh, there I was have to defend there Hot was Toys innovation here. and John's like, what, USB, this 10 cents? No, but I have to and... defend Hot Toys here because to literally take the suit, die-cast suit, and to manipulate it so that it can open from the back, show all the internal workings, light up via USB, and then seal as well, I have to give this to them. Besides the b- that calf part that's closed, that, is weird. that looks very stupid in my opinion. But I can't unsee that. I can't. I can't. But I'm telling you, this is really, in my opinion, this is innovation-wise, some of their better work. Some of their better work. Yeah, Wolverine was nice. Innovation, it was innovative, but because the leather. But I think it's more of a uh, a bang for the buck because you're getting the jacket, you're getting all the materials, you're getting the cool base. It's a better bang for your buck. But I think if we're putting innovation and R and D. From when I'm looking at this, it looks like they, you know, they took some work, they took the time to get things right, and to besides that leg part, and to kind of get the inner workings. I think that's really cool. Well, what makes it even better is if you can hit a button and Jarvis spoke. Yeah, hey, there you go. I'm kind of sick of you being a Hot Wheels fanboy, if I'm being honest. But yeah, I know. Fuck. I think John <laughs> has won me over with his argument. I'm a change wow. man. Wow. I'm not buying it, but I'm just. In other yeah, words, I would never spend money on it, but I'm just telling words. you my opinion. It's high praise. To... <laughs> it is coming from me. Yeah, it's... I'm, I'm, I'm not there yet. I mean, I, I can appreciate that it's cool, but oh no, the price point's ridiculous I mean, without a portrait. Come yeah. on, and and you know, like one thousand percent, not even like uh, without question, that first week you're gonna see so many people that break these little fucking panels. It, it's mm-hmm. without question. What was yeah. the price on this again? Three what? Three uh, sixty-five yeah. October two thousand twenty-three. <laughs> I'll March give it. I'll, I'll give it three. I'll give it two eighty-five. Three twenty-five max. That that's mm-hmm. already pushing the envelope. Three twenty-five. Well, and I'm getting sick of the like seeing the diecast stamp on things and then immediately just assuming that it's going to be more expensive as a result. I honestly oh. don't even still understand why diecast has to be so expensive. So like just it's the not a premium that, material. Just the fact that I that think. brings up the cost so yeah, much like doesn't make sense. To me. Yes, like so many things, it's crazy. So like that part, I don't, I don't love. I think the working with it is where it makes the, the moldings and everything is where I don't know. I, that's not my forte. That's not my area of expertise. Up next, Thundy oh God. God. That is literally his name. Add Thor Toys One Sixty Two Q Four Two Thousand Twenty Two. Let me say this: I don't hate it. Right, it's got it's got a, a rustic you don't, you charm about it. You don't like that it. Iron Man, but you don't hate this. Don't. Okay, it's also this is also like a third of the cost of that. Well, Iron who cares Man. about the cost? We're talking about you got to appreciate. But okay, it's well, the hang on. Too. Let me let me get there to the art. Look at this body. This seamless body looks fucking incredible. The fact that they got the tattoos on it that, that are probably gonna rub off. To be completely fair, but the the physique of this body. I'm not even talking about just for Thor, because I don't watch any of these movies. But this seamless body looks bonkers. This looks way better than any Fison that I've ever seen. Um, is that worth the price at 162 just for the body? No. I think that the portrait is really, really bad. Um, but I, I think if, think if you swap... I has nailed his portrait either. If you swap this head with a nicer portrait, 
you know, let's say you get a third party portrait, you know, 50, 60 bucks at like 220, I think you're sitting pretty with a pretty decent Thor. I mean, that body is incredible. I will just say something quick. I don't want to disrespect anybody, but if you're ordering this, you are on cloud nine. I'm telling you that you got, right now. You got struck by lightning. If you're supporting, like, uh, this is great. The I agree with you, though. The body is not bad. But how long are those seamless arms going to last? Not very long. Not long Two weeks. All. That's, no. Look, this guy, the way it's bent here, yeah, no. Uh, this is This is a joke. That's all this is, is a joke. I thought this like was a joke when I saw it. That's why I put it on the show sheet. I, I, like, you put some, on the show I, sheet? Oh, I put this on the show sheet because oh, I, I, I wanted to hear your opinions of this because I laughed out loud in bed when I saw this guy. I, you, you said you like the body, Zach. For me, there's something weird going on with the proportions. This looks like a toddler and Thor outfit throwing a tantrum Jeez. in the kitchen. I think like, his head is too It weird. is. Yeah, something is weird or something's off with the proportion. I don't know, but I... I I think this is devastating. I think this, like, this is terrible. <laughs> and normally I'm, I'm like, I'm happy for whoever might get this. I don't even, I'm with John on this one. I'm like, I wouldn't waste your money. Like, There's wait no until Hot Ties comes out with Hot Ties. One. Uh, Hot ties. New, Hot new ties. Collecting Weekly, new Collecting Weekly drinking game. Anytime Ben says he's in bed with his fiance. <laughs> that's but what I do my she's best the work. one laughing though, so that's the crazy part. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> Um, I think my favorite part about this is that it's called Thundy God. It's not absolutely my favorite. God. Just Thundy. Thundy. Like, <laughs> do we can't put the R on there. They'll definitely sue us. They'll it's definitely know it's thing. Thor. <laughs> they got Loki on the back. <laughs> yeah. If we have the R, we're, God. we're fucked. Is it Thundy or Thund? <laughs> oh, it might be Thund. I, I just I like Thundy. Thundy. I like Thundy. Thundy definitely Thundy. <laughs> Yeah, ben like Australian. Australia, yeah, there you go. <laughs> this is the, oh, the Thor from down I, I under. I come from a land down thunder. <laughs> down thundy. <laughs> thundy ties. Uh, yeah, I will echo just stupid. about everything that everyone said about this, but I have a question about this body. It's Thunday. <laughs> thunday. Ow. When it comes to this body, would a Holy third party shit. really invest a ton of money to like make a custom body like this, or what? What's your um, thought on that, Zach? Yeah, they invested Usually... all the money into the body and not the portrait. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> like, fuck, we spend ninety percent of our budgets. Whoops. Um, yeah. So usually, third party they won't. But I've never seen. I mean, I'll be honest. Like, I'm, I've been out of the kit bashing game for a while, but this doesn't look like a Fison uh, or a TB League. This looks different and. I don't think I've ever seen this physique before. And I, I'm just saying, like, you know, forget the figure. Like, this is an excellent body. Pause. It's a good um, body. <laughs> anyways. Uh, also, time out. Time out. <laughs> time out. It says 1-6 space T-H-S-C-L-E school. And then there's collect and there's no A in collectible. It's like they're just leaving all words left and right. Copyright reasons. Maybe the guy was having a stroke when he was typing this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He, got he couldn't stop looking at the portrait. He was like, dear God, this thing's ugly. Shauna in the chat says it looks like a fit woman from behind. And, like, again, when I'm looking at these figures, <laughs> it does. When I'm looking at these figures in bed at nighttime, she's passed out beside me. It's a little awkward. Like, last week I was uh, photoshopping the Josh Brolin half naked sculpt. This week I was laughing at half naked. Uh, 
Thor here. It's getting it's getting awkward, guys. It's getting Bro, awkward. Show your fiance some love. Bro. Stop looking at men's <laughs> one six scale figures when you're in bed with her. Babe. It's questionable. It's a little sus if you ask <laughs> it's me. It's a little sus. It's a little sus. Ties, hot ties. I think it's totally fine. But <laughs> anyways, uh, moving on. Uh, John, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Yeah, we want to thank one six corner. Their mission is to provide. The best figures and collectibles to their customers. They offer great prices, great packaging, fast shipping, best in the business customer service. Collecting weekly listeners get 10% off in stock figures while our show is live using code capital C, capital W10. Choose your figures, pay safely with PayPal, and you can leave the rest to them. All right. So um, there was some a situation with the Boba Fett repaint armor special edition and throne six scale figure set by Hot Toys today. And... Um, sweet angel Lane Kramer wanted me to talk about it and, uh, we're talking about it. So this was a photo from last year. I believe it was last July. Uh, and John, you're going to be hearing this for the first time. So there was a limited time release mm-hmm. of this figure, uh, mm-hmm. something like six, seven days you got to get it. And then today it went back up for pre-order What? and, um, it, to be fair, it is back on wait list now. But a lot of collectors are very upset about this. It kind of goes back to that whole thing. You're kind of pressured into buying something. The window. In this case, the window. Like, like any window, John. That baby can open and close. Mm-hmm. The the special edition bonus in this case was the Razor Crest hologram and the Slave One hologram. Uh, but I'm curious what you guys think about this. Obviously, if there's excess stock to sell, you know, I can see them filling waitlist orders. But to put it straight up back up for pre-order, I think oh. there's justifiable uh, outrage there. What do you think, Dean? <clears throat> yeah, that's some fucking horse shit. Um, <clears throat> I think um, if you if you have a window, stick to the fucking window. Um, if you have, I, I I mean, I guess if you have stock left over, but why wait a whole year later to figure that out? Like, what were you people doing? I don't know. It just seems kind of fishy to me. Yeah, but should you not come out as a company and say, like, afterwards and say, hey, we have extra stock. Here's, uh, this is what we're doing. Like, I, I just feel like this is very s- snake. But like, it, like the, it's not even out. The, that's the what item, I was going to say. It's not even out. So what extra out. stock exactly. you ha- have you found? The only, the only thing I could say to play devil's advocate, let's say a thousand people pre-ordered this edition and let's like 50 people canceled between now and that's then. Awesome. Okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But maybe, but it's maybe... weird to go back over pre-order because that would mean that up... the entire wait lists were fulfilled and then they had access, yeah. which to me was then I think yes. I think if that's the case, they should put it on someplace like Sideshow Seconds. Like these are pre-orders that people bought and then canceled. Like clarify what the fuck this actually is because now it just seems like you're ripping people off yeah well you're making them buy something in a short amount of time and then later come back and like oh you could get it again like just seems kind of shitty yeah i think this comes down to a lack of communication like sideshow seconds or come up with a different program because sideshow seconds would be if let's say a packaging was damaged the r box or shipper box was damaged allegedly it could be for returns now well yeah well that's a whole uh, that's a whole different ball game but come out and be vocal with the community like think of the people who you know acted within that window and made a decision within that window maybe mm-hmm. they had to sell a piece revamp their collection do something to make it work maybe not yeah. but still think of that person come out with an official statement hey we're putting out these uh these figures up for pre-order again because we've had cancellations or so forth be vocal 
or just wait, wait until everything plays out. Again, sideshow. I was having this discussion today. At what point does a company, do you think a company needs to strictly focus on business and the community? Some companies focus on both the vocal with the community. They obviously it's a business. They need to make money. But at what point do we say, do we, do we say to ourselves, is the company strictly just looking at business practices and making money, or are they trying to manage both keeping the community happy as well as focusing on growing their business? For me personally, I think both statues and, and the way they're working with their figures and releases, I think Sideshow has blinders on and all they're focusing on on is strictly business and making money that's it and they're not they're giving two shits for the collector yeah i don't know how in depth we're going to go on the other uh kind of fuckery that's been going on on sideshow zach are we going to cover all that or is this kind of the time to talk about it uh we're going to pull up the next figure okay i mean just whatever you want to talk about well i guess i would just say like this may just have something to do with sideshow kind of rearranging how they're going to roll out their hot toys or you know what that what their stock is because there's a lot of fishy stuff going on so you know this is obviously isn't an isolated piece but i think it is bs that if it was a special limited edition that there would ever it would ever go back up on the side i think that's a really great way to break trust and obviously we were upset with inart about that mm-hmm. so this is like a you get like a one-time pass and then if it happens multiple times then i, I think there's something that uh we can never trust them again on. But I think it's just kind of emblematic of what's going on at Sideshow overall right now. And I think this is a great comment here uh, by Usebeach. Sideshow thinks they're part of the community because they have live streams, but uh, those live streams are just really long commercials for Sideshow, and I completely agree. They definitely have the forum and and the ability to make these announcements to be very transparent. But push comes to shove, like, uh, for example, with the the Chrome clone trooper uh, issue that marco had and a bunch mm-hmm. of collectors had where they got charged out of nowhere they didn't ship for like two weeks i don't think that was communicated very well mm-hmm. uh this in- instance here i don't think it was communicated very well and then um the waitlist wars as clone collector here calls them plenty of That's figures nice. going on waitlist today bat signal peacemaker hulkbuster quarter scale gantry with the bat cycle and marty on low stock um ben with either of these situations what do you think about this I, th- I just think that it's it's a fail because without any communication, really, like, I think most of us as collectors in the community are relatively understanding if there's a business challenge, right? If, like you said, if there was a thousand pre-orders and a hundred people canceled at the very last minute, then it's like, what do we do with these, right? Any level of communication is going to help support the decision. We might not like their reasoning, but at least we have something. I think letting collectors ruminate about these decisions and letting panels talk it to death and feel frustrated and get, you know, really, really stuck in the mud over these challenges, just for them to maybe, like, maybe what we think is going on isn't the case, but without the communication, it feels predatory. So then a couple of these predatory decision-making, and then suddenly something like the bat cycle like this goes on waitlist, or Peacemaker goes on waitlist uh, earlier today. And I'm thinking, I don't know if I feel comfortable even putting any money towards it, because I don't have the money today. I might have it next week, but do I do I risk missing out? Do I have that fear of missing out and risk actually missing out? Or will I feel burned in a week from now if these come back on? Or some of these like today, like with Boba being in the same day? Like that, that's crazy. And honestly, as I said, feels predatory from the company. It's such a miss not 
not communicating some of these challenges. But on the other hand, I do think it's a little bit of a slippery slope because we do get businesses like InArt who have been really communicative with the community, but almost to their detriment because they can't now release anything, any pre-order windows without us all asking for more and yeah. really getting on the... like. Can you imagine trying to get a figure release from them now? They're going to be like, you know, we might as well just put out the first version and then just wait and get all the feedback. Because at this point, like, they've over-communicated and now that's the expectation. Who? who? So, like, well, Asmus was a, uh, sorry, not Asmus, uh, Gandalf was a good example of that for mm. where we had a community win, right? You mm -hmm. guys, like, helped get that staff. But now, you know, um, what's it called? Uh, it or Pennywise came mm. out. We're not happy with the amount of accessories. So we've been all over them about the accessories. Are you so saying that when we finally get them in hand to Ben? hundred percent, hundred percent. Like we're, f we, we just as, as a community, when we get the, in the door with some of these companies, as I said, we're all over them. Right. So yeah, because we're paying it, so much money for them. It should not be that a, way. It's not a bad reason. I think there should be that open door. But again, I think you, like you, I think, uh, sorry, it was USB that said it. Um, you can't be part of the community, but then not actually communicate with the community because yeah. otherwise you just feel predatory and fake. For sure. No, Sideshow hasn't made any attempt to be part of the community. They don't go on live. They don't have any reps go on live streams. They don't. Their customer service is great. Okay. That pat on the back. But again, that's what you're making all this money for. The, the thing we got to realize is, you know why Sideshow isn't part of the community? Because they don't need to be. We... we you hear collectibles, where's the first name you can, comes to your mind? Sideshow Collectibles. Right? They've been in the business the longest. They have the experience. They're reliable. People go back to them when it comes to, again, their customer service returns and so forth. They don't need to be, and, and it's very sad. Uh, and, and there won't be change unless we, the consumer, start that change. Right? If we keep spending the money and so forth with, with them, they're not going to change. Look at their the perfect example. We all got excited when we saw that bloody Obi-Wan and Anakin, the Clone Wars set. Nothing changed. It's still the sh same crap that we got with Grievous. The same mm -hmm. crap. Broken joints and stuff. Yeah, they're, they're pretty much not to be trusted at this point. And not to give them a pass, but as I was mentioning, there's a lot of weird stuff going on on their site currently when it comes to Hot Toys. I know Doc Brown was also moved up, right? So his mm -hmm. window moved from uh, next year to... Um, October to December of this year. So for, mm -hmm. for whatever reason, it feels like maybe Hot Toys and Sideshow are kind of recalibrating either their, their partnership or like the batches they get or, you know, how the limit on how many figures. So I think there's something larger here that we won't really know all the details about for, you know, a while now as we see things roll out over the next few releases. When, they, when collectors have a pre-order in for something like a Doc Brown, do they get an email at least from Sideshow to say, hey, it's been bumped up now? I've, I haven't had that experience, so... Do we know? I don't know if, I, I don't know I if an email, maybe a notification on your account like that, the notification section on the on your sideshow account. But I don't know. I haven't experienced that. Right. Because I mean, if you have an NRD in, but you have right. no, and you have an NRD in, but you have no payment plan, like if it gets bumped up half a year, and suddenly it's like, all right, payment due. Again, we're almost in that same situation we had with the clone troopers a couple of weeks ago, where it's like suddenly people can't pay their rent because they're they've got a figure on order. Like that doesn't, that's crazy. Be better question that's is, crazy. what are you doing pre ordering Doc Brown if it was released 2023? <laughs> yeah, well, <to> be fair. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just an interesting bit of um, sideshow being sideshow. 
Uh, Doc Smizzle says you usually get a character or get an email rather letting you know that it has changed. Uh, so we had a pretty short show uh, this week. I think that's pretty much it for all the news. So we're just going to chat for a bit. We have a few topics to discuss. Um, what is um, a video game that you would like characters made from it? And I'm going to go um, with... Now, there are figures made of this in one six scale, but they're not particularly good. But I really wish that a really good one six scale company would make a Breath of the Wild uh, Link. And there has been a Master Chief in one six scale, but it is absolutely terrible. But I think Master Chief is one of those figure uh, characters that doesn't get good figures. And such a huge part of my childhood playing the Halo franchise. Uh, and I think he definitely deserves to have a, a great figure articulated a good good size good paint good detail um dean can you remind me who made the the one six scale one that we three saw zero. was really three zero as great as three zero <clears throat> is man that was an absolute miss for them fucking and, terrible uh, yeah which Just is like crazy because like a shelf presence was incredible it yeah. barely fit in a detox it was huge but it it's like undersuit was like this really thick cloth material and like like he couldn't bend 90 degrees at the elbow and he couldn't even hold his rifle it was terrible it was awful yeah so would not bad. recommend i like the uh a nice lineup of the grand theft auto guys but like tommy versetti and stuff but That'd be pretty dope. you would i that would, would. that would be cool i think i have to go with i don't know if anyone remembers playing this on ps2 max Payne. There you yes go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Games of all time, i dude. loved max Payne. that was an amazing solid game, game. I'd have to go Max Payne. I'm going to go very old school. Now, I'm fortunate enough to have Final Fantasy VII as my favorite game of all time. And there's a lot of figures. Six scale and otherwise. But if I had to pick one other game, it would be Legend of Dragoon. I don't know if anybody's played that game. It's an old RPG. Um, With the dragons, right? With the um, dragoons, there, you there are some dragons oh, in it. it. <laughs> Dragoon. But uh, yeah, it's um, it's picked up a lot of like it's picked up like a cult following in the recent years, which is cool to see. I've been seeing a lot of like video essays on it, and a lot of people want them to remake it, which would be so cool. Um, but yeah, Dart, uh, Rose, Congo. Uh, uh, um, there's so many great characters that. You know, your team, Shauna, was one of the characters' names. Um, uh, God, it's such a cool Albert, Lavitz, like, uh, any of them? Make a finger of them? I'm, I'm there, you know? So that would be really cool to see. I really love that game, and uh, one of my favorites to play that's not Final Fantasy. This was a hard question for me. There were so many. I didn't even think of Max Payne. That's an amazing cut, uh, John. I fucking love that game. Yeah. Um, I, I had a great time with uh, the Mass Effect series. There were some amazing characters in Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3. Didn't like yeah, Andromeda, yeah. Andromeda very much, but definitely uh, I, you know, a shepherd in my collection I think I would really, really like. Um, but also... Uh, Three zero, there you go. Uh, I Duke oh. Nukem was another one that I used to play on computer all the time back in the day. I think he's very like toyetic. He could have a lot of really cool weapons and stuff, so that would have been really cool. Um, and Zelda Ocarina of Time is my favorite game of all time. Uh, so for me, uh, a Link, uh, a Link, uh, definitely in six scale would be amazing. 
I'll send you a picture of my Mass Effect collection. It's pretty dope. Nice, cool. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Great call on the Mass Effect too. That love Mass yeah. Effect. I'm, yeah. So I've got a few of them. I'll stick. I'll stick to two. I'm seeing a lot of calls for like PlayStation exclusive um, figures like Ratchet and Clank, and obviously um, for figures from Horizon Zero Dawn um, would be incredible. But I'm seeing him right here. I think Kratos, and I think specifically if Inart did a Kratos with like a rooted beard. I know we've got the one from Mondo and then that third party one that just missed the mark. Like they're, they're just not particularly good. But I think if a, a really high quality company was able to, you know, make a Kratos with high quality materials and maybe die cast weapon or weapons, it could be incredible. Like that would one that'd be one that I'd need to have. I think if three zero did Definitely, it dude. only because their Game of Thrones line is so good or got mm-hmm. so good. Okay. I think three zero could nail like a perfect Kratos. Because his sculpt doesn't have to be so. Leather armor and uh, mm-hmm. all the the belts and and bits and bobs. I think three zero would do a fucking amazing Kratos. And I don't even like Kratos so much. Yeah. <laughs> no. I, yeah. I, I think three zero actually could could do a really good Kratos. But you got to get the body right. I would love to have you know a, a seamless option at the very least. Um, and then I will also say the Last of Us. Right. Joel and Ellie to have. And I know yes. they've had you know third party um, mm-hmm. tackle that before. But I think like a proper you know, looks the part of even The Last of Us Part Two, where they've got the highly detailed sculpts or the remake that they just did. Um, I, I would absolutely need to have those. I've seen the, you know, the other ones that have been created and have kind of wanted to add those, but they just missed the mark for me. So I think, you know, Hot Toys is kind of a goldmine that I'm kind of shocked they haven't, we haven't gotten more 1.6 from, and I hope some company uh, picks it up and runs with it. Use me in the chat said Earthworm Jim, and I've got a picture of Earthworm Jim. I loved Earthworm Jim as a kid. I think three yeah. zero, like you said, could do a crazy good oh, Earthworm wow. Jim potentially. That Earthworm Jim has a really cool story. I love in terms Earthworm of Jim. The guy who created him, uh, he lost all uh, ownership of him, and recently, I think, just in the past two years, got ownership back from the character, and he's making new comics of Earthworm Jim. Uh, nice. That you can go buy. It's very cool. Yeah. Also, Cal Kestis, I know, is one from Jedi Fallen Order that a lot of folks have won. I think uh, Absolute Irwin uh, mentioned that in the chat. 100%. I, How have they not has, done that yet? Come on, right? Hot Toys. Yes. Um, we've gotten a lot of third-party stuff from all the Souls games. Bloodborne, uh, Dark Souls, um, Elden Ring has a few third-party ones coming out. And then there's some figure arts. Uh, minis and then regular figure arts that's coming out but anything from the souls born genre of games please like an officially licensed like i would fucking die um they do sell miniatures from uh the souls games you could they have them on kickstarter it's like a its own like miniature game tabletop game um, but you have to like back the Kickstarters and then you get them and then you got to paint them yourself, but it'd be cool to like have like actual other licensed products from, I don't know why they don't. That's a fucking gold mine. Those games sell out really, really well. I think, um, Elden Ring is like already over like six or like 10 million copies sold or 12 or something. That's it's the thing. The crazy. video game industry is just so huge that I'm shocked. Like you said, like, why don't they, they, this is just an untapped yeah. it's taking uh, over. Yeah. Number. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Let's I check feel... in with, with oh, the sorry. chat here. We got uh, gears of war by Doc Mizzle, Paul Schreiber, mm. Samus, Eddie, master chief, uh, Eddie Rodriguez, doom guy, 
Um, Equan, Quiet from M Metal Gear Solid Five or Nightwing for Arkham Collection. Uh, DJ said I'd get an OG COD Zombies crew. Love to hear it. Duke Nukem. Uh, Super Mario Bros. Six Scale by Sean Usby. Yes. Pokemon Ugh. by Hot Toys. From the movie, though, specifically, right? Little Mac from Punch-Out, <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn from Tukatri, Dragon Quest, Ratchet & Clank, Jack & Dexter, uh, wow. Coder 1 and 2, Jedi Fallen Order, The Arbiter, Six Scale, Earthworm Jim, Skyrim. Uh, great, great Skyrim. comments here. Killer if Instinct, Hot Toys did a Old Sonic like they did Winnie the Pooh from the movie, that would be so fucking incredible, bro. <laughs> I mean, me and my sister watched Sonic 1 and 2 last night. They're such good movies, man. And the third one's coming out, and it's like, honestly, like, this is this is the only figure on the market? Like, come on. I haven't seen like, the second one yet. a good one. Oh, it's amazing. Definitely yes. a good one. Uh, let's, uh, let's move on here. Um, now, in honor of Back to School, um, Ben had the idea for us to talk... One about figures that can't fail, you know, I guess for any reason. Um, and then also for us to grade how we felt about the year in collecting so far. And if we wanted to, to highlight some figures and give our grades on them. I think we're a little bit confused in the Shoshi chat, so I don't know that everyone it's got Ben's me a fault. Uh, photo thing. Uh, it really was Ben's fault, to be honest. He made it a little bit more difficult than it had to be. I was I high in bed when I gave the... <laughs> God damn it. You in this bed. <laughs> Anybody Just work around here? I was about to say. <laughs> now, for me, I think the figure that cannot fail uh, for Hot Toys is this Batman figure. I think the in-art uh, Queen Batman is a cut above... And I think if there's anything even just a tiny bit wrong with this figure, I think it, it you know, Hot Toys has, has rarely gone up against direct competition for figures at basically the same time. I want to say the last time I remember this happening was when Sideshow and Hot Toys both had Jedi Lukes out at the same time. And I think Hot Toys really walked all over the Sideshow one, if I'm being completely honest. Um, and so I think this is going to be a rare opportunity for Hot Toys to sink or swim and I think at present, with what we've seen, I think the in-art is just a cut above, to be honest. So I think for Hot Toys, this is going to be a make-or-break figure if they can kind of kind of keep the crown, so to speak. But it's definitely going to be either a great success by them or a bit of a passing of the torch. Um, ben also uh, had this figure, so Ben, go ahead and let us know, I guess, your reason for this being a, a uh, failure is not an option figure. Yeah, I'd say for this guy, it's it's a lot to do with Chadwick, you know, rest in peace, being gone, right? I, I think the fact that they've revisited the well in this guy, clearly the new film is coming out. I think the new film is going to really set Marvel back into motion. I think it's going to bring a lot of people back on board. So getting this guy out now, I mean, it, this already detracts a little bit from the value of the previous figure, because a lot of people now want this version. Um, but I also think that, again, if they're revisiting this, this is probably the last time we're going to get a Chadwick, Bozeman, Black Panther, I would imagine, in six scale uh, at this level of detail. What I do hope that they do is still improve the, the head sculpt likeness a little bit more because I've seen, you know, guys even like Marco kind of showing his, his Max, uh, Max Nut head sculpt of this figure. And even that head sculpt still looks a little bit better than potentially the prototype of this one. So again, I think if you're going to risk either taking some value away from pre people's current collection uh, and revisiting the well of somebody who's passed away. This might be the last opportunity we get this figure or this character in hand. Yeah, they, they can't afford to fail. they got to give us a good one, for sure. I'm going to go with one, and 
you know, with the caveat, I think Hot Toys can afford to fail on a bunch of releases because they just have so many coming out. We're kind of getting some spotty stuff, but it can't become, you know, a common occurrence or else we're going to turn on them. Like the cable, right? It was obviously a miss, even though there's some redeeming qualities. But I think the Loki from Endgame, given how long it's been delayed, it can't just be just an all right figure. Like, I think that they have to show some reason for why it was delayed, some improvements. And I don't, I don't think they can miss on that or else the community is going to be pretty unhappy with them for the, the weight that they've made us uh, go through. Anyone else? Uh, more from a company standpoint, I just, uh, it's tough. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't been moved by anything. Sideshow, uh, Hot Toys has put out this year. Nothing's gotten my juices flowing. Like, wow, I need that now. I gotta pre-order it now. Has to be. And it's not just because I'm collecting statues or anything. Because I'm, I was a huge Hot Toys fan. And I still appreciate Hot Toys when they put the work in. But on the opposite side, Inart, the way Inart came with the Jokers, you know, the whole kind of die-cast background, the rooted hair and all that, like, fresh. It was like a breath of fresh air. Um, and what they did with Gandalf and got me excited again. For me, so far, how collecting's been on the six-scale side... I'm going to say like a B minus is how I'm feeling. Um, I'm just not like, wow, I need to order it. Besides some of the in art stuff that they put out. I'm just not, I'm not excited. I got to get excited again about, about collecting six scale figures because there is so much potential to, uh, to do an amazing job and to make collecting fun again. I personally don't think, Collecting is fun in the six scale realm of the collecting world right now. I think the competition's great. I think what Inart's doing is good, and it's a healthy competition. Uh, I think what their their work that they're doing is is exciting because it's different. But again, that can become stagnant as well if they slack. But I think Hot Toys, the company that they are, the money that they have, they should be pulling a lot more weight, and nobody should be able to dethrone Hot Toys. That shouldn't even be a discussion. So they've got all the licenses. Yeah, you're they have right. Everything. No one should be able to touch them. Nobody should be able to touch them. I feel like Hot Toys is like Sideshow. They're comfortable. They've been at the mm-hmm. top. What? No one's gonna touch us. We're at the top. I have the licenses. These little companies can come in or can come and try to sell whatever they want, but they'll never make as much as we can because we hold the licenses. I think similar attitude, but, you know, the output is, I, I don't want to compare them. Compared to the, you know, the Clone Wars figures we got versus what Hot Toys has been putting out, I think that's kind of night and day, but I think you're right. They are comfortable, yeah. and we're not getting the absolute best out of them, and maybe because they're overextended in, in too many releases. But, yeah, I'm, thank goodness for Inart coming and in, in shaking yeah. things up a bit. I just want to answer uh, Sean's question quickly. He says, for uh, question for John, would you have pre-ordered the Inart if not for the order window. Um, if you asked me back then, I would say yes. If you ask me now, just because of the kind of the, the way I'm going with my collection. Look, I ordered the Gandalf and I really want to order the Inart, uh, the Batman. And they didn't have pre-order windows. I think hands down, if that Joker comes out anything close to what we've seen in the prototypes, it'll absolutely massacre the Hot Toys one. So I think based on 
what we see in hand, yeah, I would have definitely ordered. Um, what I like about what Inart's doing is they woke up from that window spectacle that they did and they gave us a timeline. You have and a healthy timeline. Like for Batman, we have until like the end of September. So more than a month and a half to place the order. I think that kind of balance this balances the spectrum in regards to well it's making you think hey you got to make a quick decision you have this amount of time and then if you don't well you're going to lose out but what's important with that is they better make you lose out if you don't order by the september 22nd i don't want to see november december the pre-order populate again because of like what sideshow is doing with hot toys cancellations no no that can't happen like that you miss the window that's it you miss the not necessarily the window, but the time frame to order. That's it. You lost your chance. And we'll see what happens with the rollout of the Joker. But, yep. you know, going back and looking now, even after the window fiasco, the rooted two-pack is not up anywhere beyond Toys Wonderland. Mm-hmm. So, you, I mean, mm-hmm. nowhere that I could really find. And that question came from a community member. So mm-hmm. it's seeming like that bad boy is gone. And maybe there'll be a handful when it actually releases. But that would be, you know, go a long way towards them being true to their word. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, one six D's nuts, love it. Mark five suit up and Falcon cap or two. I think they need to nail. Both have great prototypes, and it'll be a shame if we get cabled again. Can we make that a thing? Get cable. That's incredible. Get cable. Um, we're talking about now, Falcon cap from like fuck. How long ago already? Still not out. Dean, did you say yours? Dean, He's frozen. Dean's frozen. Dean's in another dimension. Frozen a little bit. Dean. Um, Dean. Nope. Dean, can you hear me? Yes, it. <laughs> Don't give up on me now, Dean. <laughs> do we have him or no? Oh, I don't think right, we let's, do. let's move on. We'll, we'll get him back. Um, our main topic of tonight, um, back to school grading uh, this year in collecting. Again, if you guys just want to give us your overall grade for the year, individual grades, I'm fine. It was a little bit confusing in the chat today. Um, I'll go Only first. Because of Ben, it's, it's all my fault. I appreciate it though. Ben, Ben's the idea guy. Let's <laughs> try. Um, so I picked I picked six figures because that's what Ben did, and that's what heroes <laughs> do. What and, but I'll, I'll start with my overall for this year. For the things I'm I am interested in collecting, I would say overall I feel like this year from January first to today, um, for me has been about a C, maybe a C minus. I don't think, you know, kind of like John said, I don't think I've really been that excited about much this year. I think I got a little bit of spark of inspiration with the um, <laughs> DJ teens living in one frame per second. Um, I got a little bit of, of a spark from uh, the arena suit Boba Fett. I thought that was fun. We kind of saw an inkling of hope with uh, Hot Toys doing that Loki that was like the limited sticker, you know, all that stuff. And then that kind of never came to us. Um. I think with Inart, you know, that's definitely a high point for me this year, being able to be so involved with the community, with the Gandalf and the staff stuff. Um, but but generally speaking, I think a lot of this year has been a letdown. I think the figures I was looking forward to most this year were uh, the Clone Wars, Anakin, and Obi-Wan. I was genuinely, if you go back and listen to that SDCC recap, those were the figures I was most impressed with. I think they stole the show. I was excited for the line with Yoda and then when they said we might be getting Ahsoka, I was really excited. And, I, and that really let me down. Same with the boys. Um, the Homelander figure um, by uh, Star Ace 
really, really, really excited for that line. Officially licensed, you know, get the, get the legitimate figure. And when it came out, I just I just don't think it was that good. Um, and on my chart, I have F minus for the Clone Wars figures and Z minus for the Homelander because it's just that bad. <laughs> it's not low enough, um, actually. <clears throat> same with same with Miles. Like it's a good figure. It just took so long to come out. And now that it's out, like it, I think maybe it was John that said this, but it, it should have been a figure that came with two bodies. Like the fact that you have to like origami the figure and like put all this skin shit all over it just to make it you know look okay is so janky and from the day that they sh showed that figure i said these feet are not going to work because they're going to slide in and out of that shoe anytime you want to change the outfit and sure enough a lot of people had issues with the webbing rubbing off on the feet so um that one um yeah so cuervo it was kind of just grades for what we thought of of anything really so you're right we probably can't give a figure that hasn't come out of grade yet but for the prototype i think it's really solid um, but I, I didn't really like the Miles. Um, with Bilbo, so I gave Miles a C. Bilbo, I gave him a B. Um, I think it's a good figure. I don't think it's a great figure. But it's a figure that we really needed. And it's a figure that, um, you know, I think kind of really ties in my Lord of the Rings collection. Obviously, huge fan of The Hobbit and being able to tie that in. Obviously, a big part of the fellowship uh, of the Ring film. And, uh, you know, seeing him on the big screen last night, just fucking incredible uh a plus to me this is uh so far if i had to go with released items the uh the dlx 30 hulkbuster is probably my figure of the year it is absolutely stunning it it may honestly be one of the greatest figures related to the mcu i think i've ever seen price point is incredible i remember when they showed this last year we were thinking if it's under 500 dollars, it's a great price if it's under 400 it's impossible and they hit us with 250 almost fell out of my chair so i think to me that's the figure of the year that I, if i had to vote for the awards i think that's kind of where i'd be at and then the gandalf i just think you know kind of a little bit of a sus lead up to the big reveal but now that we've seen a lot of photos of this um i'm very excited for this and uh it's not released yet but to me i guess i guess you could also consider this like my level of excitement like for me this was i think the most excited i've been this year in collecting was the Gandalf. And so these are the six that I picked. And uh, I think we have like one or two more. Ben, I think you have submitted, uh, you have yours here. So I'll let you kind of go through your figures and explain your grades and then we'll, we'll go on. So just to roll it back a little bit to the show sheet the other day when I confused the shit out of everybody, I, my kind of goal, I was thinking about your little one, Zach, actually going to school. And I was thinking about old report cards that I used to get. And I Were had a you printer in bed while you were thinking about these. <laughs> I wasn't in How bed dare you time, think of my child in your bed? <laughs> I wasn't. I was in the car. Um, I was thinking about how I had a report card one time and uh, I matched the font and I printed all these grades off so I could amp up my my report card a little bit better and then my my stepdad found little cut up like grades basically in the keyboard of the computer and i was found out report card is what i was thinking and Worst i was thinking hitman. more right i was thinking mostly for this year's releases originally when i put the idea out there uh, i wanted to kind of look at what you know this year in releases so far what we've got, how we were feeling about the releases, and then some of the top contenders and some of the kind of the low-end uh, fails. Uh, so that was my originally my thinking, but I like what you guys have also done with your thinking, so teach their own. For my own specific grade this year, I would overall give the year still for me about a B plus, and I would say that mostly because I think that 
there's still been a lot of figures that have been really, really well done. I think sometimes as collectors, we get a little stuck on the ones that are, are terrible or terrible in our opinion, because those characters mean something to us. And we're just happy with how they turn or unhappy with how they turned out. The flash is a good example of that for me. I've got the so-so toys flash behind me. And when I heard Hot Toys was coming out with one, I was really excited about it. And then when I saw what it looked like in hand and the likeness not really having anything to look like Grant Gustin with, and just overall not feeling super happy, I would give that guy a C because he did not do it for me. I shouldn't look at my third-party So-So Toys one and like that one more, in my opinion. I think that that's such a, that's almost a fail on Hot Toys, with the exception of the fact that it still looks like a good figure with the helmet on, so it's a C. Uh, I think one of the ones that uh, impressed me more than I expected this year was the Snowspeeder Luke. Um, I don't think the likeness is perfect, but I think with the helmet on, the way the jumpsuit looks, the weathering, some of the accessories that he comes with, he's definitely a B-plus approaching A for me, and something that I think I may bring into my collection just in terms of my Star Wars setup here. I gave Miles an A+, and one of the reasons that I did that was, and I wasn't thinking about the shoes issue like Zach mentioned, but more so along of what you get with the figure, how poseable this guy actually looks in hand. Some of the pictures I've seen of posability is absolutely amazing for a six-scale figure, and he's got so much clothing that comes with him, you could get kind of three whole different looks out of this guy all within one price tag, which I think is pretty cool. Um, taking the outfits off and stuff, yeah, might be a bit annoying for some people. I know some people just want to have a, a figure in their collection and then call it a day, whereas I do like playing with my figure and, you know, not necessarily dressing them. That might sound a little weird, but still having fun with it, right? So um, one that I, I didn't love but I wanted to love was the classic suit Iron Man um, from the comics, the comics uh, interpretation of it. Partially because of that um, clear plastic, I gave him a C minus. But overall, I was still kind of, I was still intrigued by the figure, and it makes me excited for a possible future of seeing comic book collectibles uh, start coming more to us in one six. So cross fingers there that we get more comic accurate representations. Uh, even though I wasn't super stoked about this one or some of its uh, next kind of generation, the blue one and the silver one, uh, the war, war Machine, and I can't remember what the blue one was called, Listerine, Listerine figure. Um, and then uh, lastly, I gave Grievous from Sideshow an F- minus because I wanted a Grievous in my collection to go with my Star Wars collection. He was one of my favorite parts of the Clone Wars. And the fact that he barely can stand up by himself and has become so badly busted... Uh, even with some of the upgrades uh, that they've come out with kind of since then, upgrading some of the pegs and stuff like that, I still think it's kind of a fail overall, and I think it defeated a lot of collectors. Um, and with Cable, Sean Usby in the in the chat, he actually pressed on me on this one a little bit earlier, because I originally gave him an F, uh, but then I did watch some more in-hand footage of this guy, and I thought he was cooler than I expected, so I gave that guy a D. But overall, for me, kind of like you guys, I'm feeling a you little bit fatigued. I gave him. I gave him the D. It was a tough uh, nut yeah. to swallow, Dean. It was a tough <laughs> nut to swallow. It wasn't in bed though. At least I was thinking about this at Jesus work. So Christ. we're good. We're golden. Um, I would think overall. Uh, I'm feeling a little bit figure fatigued lately. There's still so many things that are coming out that are cool. That kind of like John. If they're not absolutely blowing me away, I'm kind of at the point where I'm like, ah, I might just wait to the next one. So we'll see how the rest of the year plays out and. Uh, I didn't even talk about in art uh, or anything in, in my list, um, but obviously 
I'm really crossing my fingers that in art, uh, you know, delivers on what they've shown for sure. I put everybody to sleep. Put no, Marco, yeah, what do you got for us? Well, hate to well see said. It. Yeah. So, so just wanted to focus on a few that I've got in hand and then, um, a few that I'm very hopeful for. So first the Moff Gideon, I'm going to put this one as at a B. Now the head sculpt is actually really, really good in person. And I think the figure overall is really beautiful, but I had some resentment. I think I've talked about this on the show before um, to see this one drop so low, you know, overseas that it's like I had him kind of sitting on the floor for a while. So once the dust settles and I think once he's posed up with the entirety of my collection, I think this is one I'll appreciate a bit more over time, but solid B. The DX19 uh, was pretty blown away when I opened that bad boy. I'm going to put this one at a B plus. I think this one could go down potentially when we see what InArt does uh, with their Christian Bale Batman. Because there are definitely some areas where this figure could be improved. That being said, it's a really strong release. And so I'm really happy to have it in the collection. But, you know, the perception could go down over time. Um, I'm going to say this uh, Clone Wars Anakin Skywalker. One of my favorite figures that I've unboxed recently. And I, I think kind of an underrated release. Really, obviously, they, they've reused this head sculpt. But really beautiful head sculpt. I love this, you know, uh, outfit that it looks kind of like a knight. Right? Obviously, they're Jedi Knights. And obviously, you kind of see the hints of Vader in there as well. So... I think very underrated uh, figure. Um, Battle Damage Mark 85, one that I kind of waited on, got at a discounted price, and so I, I feel like I perceive him a bit better and just a beautiful figure overall. Like, absolutely incredible from the sculpt to the Battle Damage. Everything about that's been awesome. So did I say a grade on that one? I'm going to put both Anakin and the Battle Damage 85 at A's. I think those are both really, really strong releases. And then when it comes to the rooted uh, in our Joker and the Hot Toys, the Batman, I'm going to put both of those at incompletes, but I'm going to put them both at A's potential. Well, excuse me, the Joker, I'm going to put at an A and the Batman, I'm going to put at a B plus. And we shall see how those really release, but uh, ones that I'm very excited for. So I'm kind of with Ben, though. It's hard to get super excited about 1.6 recently. I feel like we're in a bit of a lull. There's been a lot of just solid releases, but there's got to be something to come out to really spark everyone's interest again. Um, but yeah, a lot of good stuff coming out, but overall it's been a bit underwhelming as of the last few months, I'd say. It's, we, it hurts my heart. It hurts my heart. When you, Nothing against you, of course, Marco, but um, when we're talking about collectibles and we say, like the figure just came out and it's a fucking already discounted. Oh my god, it hurts my heart. It does. It it, it, it makes does. you look at the figure What's differently. It's a collectible, right? Yeah. It's not a collect. Like, I don't know. Uh, Call me. We also school. have a list from Dean. So, um, <clears throat> go ahead, Dean. Um. Yeah. So, <clears throat> my list. Uh, I'll do the top row first. Snowspeeder Luke. Uh, the only Snowspeeder Luke we had was from Sideshow, and its price was fucking insane. Uh, to the point where I was like, I'm never going to own this fucking figure. Um, Hot Toys comes out with one infinitely better. Uh, so to add that to the collection at a reasonable price, um, immediate A. Uh, Luke is a figure they don't really fuck up ever, I feel like. So I, I think they nailed it. Ahsoka considering they never did animation figures for them to then do ahsoka out of the blue like they did was like holy shit this is amazing and they did uh you know 
the final season uh, uh, appearance, which is my personal favorite of Ahsoka. I was so stoked to get this. Um, I have it on layaway at Steven's Collectible. Shout out Steven's. So I can't wait to get that in hand. Um, Lando. The only reason I gave Lando a B, and this is no fault of side or uh, Hot Toys, is it doesn't really come with much. But Lando's such a cool fucking guy and, and character that it's like, this is almost a no-brainer for any collection. Um, and his price, he was like real cheap. Wasn't he like 235 or something? It was like not re- like bad at all. Not bad so, at all. So Lando, amazing. I think the detail work on his cloak is incredible. Super amazing figure. Um, and then <laughs> the, bottom, the bottom rung. Django Fett. I feel like I was waiting for Django forever. And then they finally announced it and it's come out. It came out, right? It did. Or it's yeah. about to come out. Some people got it already. Some people yeah, got some it. Some people right. haven't. And I've just felt so like eh about it. Like it's not poorly done, but it just also doesn't blow me away like I feel like it should. So th- for that reason I gave it a C. Again, it's not a bad figure. It's just like I don't like I don't know. I guess like I'd rather just have any other like Boba Fett in my collection than a Django Fett. Uh which is weird cuz like I said I wanted a Django forever and now I'm just like if I don't ever own it, I'm totally cool with it. Then we get to Clone Wars Anakin. I gave this a C only because if they don't do Obi-Wan, this is a waste. If Obi-Wan comes out, this is A tier all day super well done good accessories especially if you get the stab but like it it was teased with obi-wan right they showed them off together and then like all we've gotten is anakin like it's just kind of lame now it is cool for the people that wanted anakin and, and missed out on the episode three version which how could you they fucking re-released it and then did it again non dark side so it's like how did you fucking miss this so i wasn't collecting yet bro <laughs> okay fair enough but yeah it's just kind of like okay people that want an anakin it's different enough that it doesn't feel cheap for the people who did get the anakin um episode three version so it's cool but like i said until obi-wan comes out to me it's just like kind of a waste an S tier. I'm going in our Gandalf. Only because. S stands for what? what? Superior. Yeah, S tier is, is typically oh, okay. supreme. Oh, the way you said bottom rung, I was like, I was how do you gonna, know Gandalf has like. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. No, I'm just S-tier saying like, is the, the best bottom, tier in Elden Ring. The bottom half of my list. How do okay. report cards work at your school? I saved. <laughs> <laughs> I saved. Well, you just have your list of class. There's no rhyme or reason. I think S stood for something else for you, bro. But anyways. Special. Participation. Marco, I will fucking punch you right in the dick hole. You're going to get the opportunity too, please. I am going to. I'll film it. Gross. I'm giving uh, Gandalf from NR S tier. S tier in in my book is top of the line. Only because, this figure obviously is not out, but the community involvement and the undeniable hand that Zach and John involvement in this figure and like it getting like approved and like 
altering the course of this figure's existence. Human history. Is so fucking cool that a company is like, hey, we're going to make this figure. And like a couple guys on a podcast that, you know, a few people listen to were able to change is such a cool story. And I cannot applaud NR enough for listening to the people that are supporting it. Um, you just don't see that. And even if this figure comes out and it's kind of, you know, like me, like that story alone is so epic. I don't think the figure is going to come out, man. I think this figure is going to come out fucking incredible. And, you know, I can't wait for you guys to get yours and unbox them and we could fucking have a pizza party or whatever. Um, I think that's going to be so cool. And that, like I said, just like that community involvement puts that figure at a whole other level of awesome. That's the only reason it's on my list because all the other figures are either out or like kind of been out. Yeah. So, um, John, do you have um, any highlights for this year or maybe overall the the year in a in yeah. a nut, as Ben would say? Yeah, I kind of touched on it with the with the previous comment where I was kind of saying about the B, kind of give the six scale oh, B okay. and how it needs to improve. I just and I. I I don't want to be the guy that like oh in art's the best and I just I'm really happy that they came to market and that they're they're coming into the community. I think it's a fresh a breath of fresh air. And yeah, I know they don't have any product in hand yet, but the communication that they have with the collectors, the products, the photos they're taking, uh we saw some not necessarily in hand, but some more photos of the Joker, very promising production hits the way those folders are coming out and i'm telling you in art's the way to go i'm not happy with what hot toys is doing whatsoever their business practices the way you a figure's coming out and you got to wait a year and a half two years it's just not cool something has to change because the way that company's running it's not gonna last in my opinion dean what's one figure that cannot afford to fail from either Hot Toys, Sideshow, oh. or Internet. Uh, to me, um, the Obi-Wan Darth Vader absolutely cannot fail. Darth Vader is one of those characters that, thank God, Disney kind of like, well, other than this show, has not really fucked up Darth Vader all that much because uh, they have a tendency of <laughs> fucking up legacy characters. Um, but figure-wise, also a very important character. I mean, he's literally going to be a centerpiece in anyone's collection like even somebody who doesn't really know anything about toys walk into a room and immediately their eyes drawn to any vader um 100%. and that is such you don't think so john no sean's comment oh Not you, <laughs> i was like wow no no um i think that version of vader specifically is so different than a lot of the other vaders that we've gotten um, just in terms of like, it's not just like a Darth Vader. It's it's got battle damage. It's got a, a face sculpt underneath. Um, swap out parts like that is something that like just cannot be half-assed. That needs to be fucking immaculate. And Hot Toys is usually pretty good about doing their Vaders, you know, fucking meticulously well. I know Zach can kind of nitpick one here and there. Um, so that, that's my pick for that one. Good pick. I love to see it. 
let's move on. So uh, apparently Netflix has canceled the Resident Evil series. Uh, I'm curious if anyone here had uh, had seen it or had any thoughts about it. I've not heard particularly good things. Bro. I also haven't seen it. So. <laughs> it's so bad. Like, oh, no. It's unwatchable. It's unwatchable. It's, How do you compare I, it to the to the movies, which were bad, but also, also unwatchable, bro? Okay, <laughs> better. The I'd movies were watch, better. I would rather watch all the movies in a row, yep. nonstop, than have to sit through this uh, a single episode of the show. It is it. It's just not good. It's just very poorly done. Um, the character like progression like kind of makes zero sense. Um. The coolest character in like the show, they kind of just like fucking steamroll. Um, it's just, it's just bad. It's so bad. And this, the show's only been out like six weeks, and they already canceled it. Like, that should really tell you how bad it is. Like, it's, more people it's liked the post about it being canceled than the show. Like the show, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, it, it's uh, Resident Evil is not particularly like the fucking greatest franchise on the planet but dear god like it's like why did you even call it resident evil like almost nothing about it is remotely did, did you get to the zombie cat or the zombie caterpillar dean did you make it that far <laughs> no, zombie no i don't think i saw that it's pretty epic it's oh pretty is epic. it cool no, it's terrible. I, 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 it's absolutely I like, terrible. Is that like a highlight? <laughs> no, I watch it? no, that's my Canadian sarcasm. I, I wanted to really like the show because I actually I loved the Resident Evil games. I absolutely loved the Resident Evil games. Uh, the first and second film, uh, especially when I was younger, I really liked those two films. They got kind of progressively sillier and campier as they went along. But yeah, I think the first some... was the best. The first one is definitely the best. The second one had its moments for sure. When he, you know, the guy with the big machine gun—I can't remember what his name is now—the uh, the big mutant with the machine gun and he's going after the stars and everything, or the minigun, I should say. That was pretty cool. But like this show, I was excited for because uh, a Resident Evil was in the title. B Wesker, uh, the actor—I can't remember his name—the um, uh, black gentleman here in the picture at the top yeah. left corner. He was in Lost. Uh, I really liked him in Lost. He's been in a lot of other shows that I really liked him in. He's yeah, a, he's a great, great actor. actor. He plays, he plays yeah, Wesker I think, in this. Dude, he's Wesker, like the yeah. best oh, nice. character he in this whole show. He is the best part of the whole shit show. shit all over it. But like, it, if it didn't have his acting gravitas, it would be like literally, like, in, in my opinion, said it, way worse. Like unwatchable. Yeah. I got I got through uh, three full episodes. Uh, the first one I watched with Shauna, she wouldn't watch it with me after the first episode, which isn't too, uh, you know, not like that's that's standard. But the second and third episode, I had a, like a really hard time with. And even for me, normally I'm like, I'll give it a chance, watch it to the end, see how it goes. Um, I couldn't make it. I couldn't. I couldn't finish watching it. Uh, which is crazy. So I'm not surprised to see this hit uh, the cancellation pile. Does it follow the storyline of one or two or kind of a mix of Nothing. everything? No. Oh, what? <laughs> it, it it reminded me of porn acting, to be honest with you. Like, it was, like, Jesus. like C-quality <laughs> acting. <laughs> like, honestly, Are I had a really it, hard man? time with it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, really what, so you're saying Wesker's zombie caterpillars in it? Shit? <laughs> She's not in it. She's not in it. 
Uh, <laughs> Ben's there for the Ben watches for the flip and cinematography. You know? <laughs> I thought they were gonna hook up the whole time. That didn't even happen. Disappointing. Wow. Disappointing. Oh, yeah, hate to see. Yeah, hate to see it. Yeah. Uh, Loki season two, I guess, was teased. Is this a real picture, Ben? I'm, I just I don't saw the know. top of this. Ben, if ben, ben, this is the worst Photoshop ben, photo I've ever seen, Ben. Ben. What's that MCU shit under his I legs? I just saw there? that. I just saw that. and I Get this off the screen. Ben. How are we going to penalize him? No more show sheeting high in bed, Ben. Actually, I don't want to use the word penalize next to Ben. I thought it was a real photo. I, ben. For the, for the sake of argument, I've they have ben. teased Loki ben, season come two. Come on, Ben. I thought it was a real photo. We're gonna stop. I We're gonna tell Sean not the. For the record, I put so this in days ago. Nobody. <laughs> ben, there's there's a there's a circle of trust. There's a short I... circle of trust where we, when when something is told to me in this chat, you fucker. It should it should be vetted already. I thought like, it was vetted. I I it was I thought it was displayed ben, on Mar- Marvel on, uh, Marvel.com or whatever. Just take That's where I thought I saw it from. Just take your oh, Legitimately. Let me let me go look. Um, I thought I saw it on Marvel.com. Okay, to be fair, when I was putting this on my phone, I didn't, you know, I'm doing it on my tiny little screen. <laughs> Be almost as Ben's bad activities need to be canceled. <laughs> oh my God, Ben. Come on, Ben. <laughs> Jesus Christ. As I soon as this one. I was trying to beef up the show sheet for the community. I wanted us to have something great. And I, and I, don't, I, meet I do on appreciate the bone. that. You know, you hate to see it. You hate to see it. I, I'm sorry, community. I, I, I failed you. I have failed you. <laughs> Anyways, that oh, wow. is his. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Good knowing you. Oh, I'm not no, seeing it up. anywhere on any official Marvel news. Wild shit. Season two has been greenlit though, so that's not. But it but it's the re- least. You know what I gotta say about this graphic. It. You know what I gotta say about this graphic. What I'm saying to you is you should give it to somebody that don't know any better because that's a fugazi. <laughs> like, I didn't know any better, Ben. Fuck. <laughs> Shit. I'll vet myself better next time. <laughs> Jesus. And who was Christ. it that thought it was a figure release? Was it Mark Pearson who thought it was a figure release? Don't or come at him? Mark, okay? <laughs> I love Mark. I love Mark. <laughs> He's the favorite son of the Empire. <laughs> oh, well, you did one good thing this week, Ben. You picked uh, a great movie of the week, Day Shift. Uh,. A hardworking blue-collar dad just wants to provide a good life for his quick-witted ten-year-old daughter. Um, what does it say? His mundane San Fernando Valley pool cleaning job is a front for his real source of income: hunting and killing vampires. This movie is fucking incredible! Holy Jesus! First off, they spend all of no time talking about this pool cleaning thing. It is not even like a little part of the movie. Um, this movie is amazing. I think uh, Dave Franco's character, incredible. Jamie Foxx's character, incredible. Um, Snoop Dogg's character, incredible. Like, literally bangers across the board. Poor child acting, I will say. The child actor was the worst part of this film. But a, a, a rewatchable film, an action film, a, a humorous film. Oh, my God. This movie is just... I don't... John's going to give us the Rotten Tomatoes here in a bit, but I'm shocked at the score that it has. Yeah, I think so. This was one of the most fun movie experiences I've ever had. Sometimes, like, it's movie of the week, and it's, like, you know, 6 o'clock on a Tuesday, and I'm like, fuck, like, I got I got so much shit to do. I'm exhausted. Like, I'll put it on, and, like, I'll have to do stuff in the background. 
I stopped everything I was doing to watch this. And, like, right when the movie started, I was like, fuck, two hours? Like, damn, Ben. Like, Jesus Christ. Amazing film. Oh, like, it's, it's, it's honestly so incredibly good that I, I feel like I can't tell you guys enough how good it is. You just need to watch it. It's, it's an incredible film. I'm I'm a little concerned that you were you didn't have good things to say about City of God, but you're calling this incredible. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's that's a turn your brain. They're two totally different. Yeah, I'm surprised. Jesus Christ! I'm like next. Dean's gonna pick Schindler's List, and we're all gonna be fucking super sad the for Passion three of the Christ. hours. I'm surprised Zach's favorite favorite part of this movie wasn't the hot Latina MILF as the fucking bad guy. He said nothing dude. about Megan Good. He said nothing about the Latin. Oh, when she said, okay, com- dude, when she said comprende, I was like, wow. I to be fair, she was not my Latina MILF type, to be honest. Oh, bro, she mean? was such what? a good fucking bad guy. I was almost rooting for her. Like, damn, this was wait, 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 wait. If I, if I may, the only part of this movie that really made no sense to me. That is a spoiler, though. I'm I'm not gonna say it. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it after the I show. I do want to hear the, what you're gonna say. Yeah, remind me. Yes, after Eddie. The show. Netflix. Um, this. Um. Sorry. Uh, go ahead, Dean. No, no. Go. Oh, I was just gonna say what you know. Pretty much repeat what Zach said. Um. Tons of action. Great storyline. Like I said, the bad guy. Her motivations are pretty good. And then when you find out like why she's after Jamie Foxx, like, oh fuck! Like he did kind of fuck up. But also they're vampires, so fuck them. Um, but awesome fucking car chase that I like was not expecting. That was fucking awesome. Uh, Great Snoop gun Dog. gun work. Also, yeah. the yeah, way they handle the guns in this movie with the reloading, everything is fucking incredible. Dude, Snoop Dogg, fucking awesome character. The only thing I had a huge problem with, I wouldn't even call it a huge problem, is Jamie Foxx's character is funny, and then Dave Franco's character is also funny so it's just like it's a little too much almost too much funny like mm-hmm. but the, at the same time like i really loved uh dave franco's character mm-hmm. um so like i said it's not that huge a problem it's just like there was no there's no balance it's just like mm-hmm. oh haha ha. um super cool action sequences there's like a scene where they're in a house Incredible, incredible, bro. Yeah. I was like, it was like I was watching John Wick. My dude. seat, because yeah. I was like, bro, like something bad's gonna happen. I know it. Yeah, and holy shit, like it's just dude, fucking. It, when he stabs that dude in the neck and then slaps the knife, and it's like, <laughs> I was like, that was so fucking awesome. It's so it's a fun movie. Um, yeah, turn your brain off, just watch it. Um, you'll enjoy it. I think. Yeah, they said pretty much everything. Like, this is a. I wouldn't go to the length Zach went. Like this is a mate. Like it's a movie. It's it's. How dare you? He said it's a vampire movie. You sh- you have to shut off the brain and remove all logic, but it doesn't leave any loopholes, right? You're not left with everything that happens like realistic. Like if it was happening in real life now, it's plausible. Um, I like the beginning of the house scene with the grandma. Holy fuck! Mm-hmm. That was, the action sequences here are insane. Uh, the choreography and everything, the way they're executed, are really cool. I like that guy. I don't know his name, but he's from Prison Break. He was the pawn dealer. You guys know what I'm talking about in the beginning. Oh yeah. Begin- um, no, no, no. I know who you're talking about. You know what I'm talking uh, about the long hair. He also played. He also played the devil in Constantine. What's yeah, that? Satan. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, I like that guy. Uh, so I forget he, the actor's name though. He's awesome. He's cool. He gives Nacho um, his eagle powers. <laughs> Six point one on IMDb and fifty-seven percent Rotten Tomatoes. I don't. I think that's way too low. 
um, if you want a movie, just just kick back on a Friday night, watch it and enjoy with uh, with a friend or whatever. I'd watch. This is a must watch. I think you need to at least watch it once because it's a cool action flick with uh, some really good comedy. Uh, and Snoop Dogg, he was funny, man. He was classic. Yeah, I would I would stop short of calling this film incredible, but it is a fun watch. You know, it reminded mm-hmm. me a bit of like Men in Black. Exactly. Um, you know, right the elevator they, scene. That's the yeah, exactly. exactly. That's yes. where that's where I kind of got that. Like they kind of had this low tech feel as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so really fun. It kinda, so it reminded me of Men in Black a little bit, like Pineapple Express as well. Obviously, the Franco family yes, got that lineage dude. there. Did you so, get any uh, like Bright vibes? Did anybody else watch Bright? I still haven't seen Bright With actually. Will Smith. I feel no, like they could be in the same yet. universe. It's cool. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I've, that's been on my radar. I haven't gone back to watch though, but. Yeah, I would definitely recommend it. Shout out to Megan Good, who's one of the baddest on the planet. Um, I did like the the Latin bad, or the main bad. Like she was pretty smoking as well. But um, yeah, just overall, just a nice solid movie. Definitely worth a watch if you go in with pretty low expectations overall, and I think you'd enjoy yourself. Yeah, I'm happy I picked this one. I uh, so I saw it pop on up on Netflix a couple weeks ago, and I was gonna watch it then. And I'm like, no, I'm gonna save it because I always like a good vampire flick. Uh, kind of like the boy said, like it's definitely a Friday night lay back with some popcorn. Just have a film where you're gonna you're gonna see some cool cool shit, some cool explosions, some cool. Um, uh, which as I say, like gun work and stuff like that. I thought that was really cool. I liked the grandma scene. I thought the um, like the visual effects of some of the vampire transformation, uh, especially as they progressively got more shot up, I thought was really, really cool. Yeah. Um, hey, Ben, sorry to cut, cut off your stream of thought, but did Shauna watch this with you? Because I started shit. it with Gigi, and it started off pretty violent, where I'm like, uh, maybe this isn't one to watch with your significant other. Yeah, no, no, she, she skipped this one with me. She um, fell asleep. <laughs> she fell asleep. In bed. Uh, <laughs> in bed. <laughs> um, I would say the only thing that took me out of it actually was Snoop Dogg slightly. I, as funny as of an inclusion as he is, uh, he's a terrible actor. He's not a he's not a good actor. And what? He's not he's a good Snoop. actor. He's, 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 he's Snoop, Snoop Dogg. Dogg. He's just straight Snoop Dogg. Which, this was which, much better for than this, the Trailer Park Boys. Which he for this film worked. It worked for it. As as Big John, it worked for him. Uh, I forgot how big of a guy Snoop Dogg actually is, which is kind of crazy. I loved the one scene, I don't think it's spoiling much, where we get to see some Snoop Dogg fight choreography. And clearly it's a body double, but like <laughs> it's just hilarious. He like roundhouse kicks that vampire in the face. Uh, that was really, really good. But the the acting of Snoop Dogg is a little a little cringy at, at times. So that would be the only the, my only nitpick of the film. But otherwise, if you like a good vampire movie, definitely recommend it. It's cool. Uh, just two seconds before whoever else needs to go goes. Uh, it's my movie of the week pick next, and I don't know what I want to pick. So if if you guys are watching live, comment a movie recommendation, and uh, I will um, make a decision based on those comments. So I know Usby has one he's been trying to get picked for a minute now. What is it? Uh, uh, Tropic Thunder. That's not a bad movie. That could be it. Okay, so yeah, y'all leave me some comments, and we'll revisit that at the end of the show. Uh, but anyone else have any any anything you want to talk about on this one? I guess I will just say, you know, Ben alluded to it, but the special effects are like really well done in this. I was kind of shocked for I don't watch too many of these like Netflix straight to, straight to Netflix movies, um, but I was like, okay, this is like a theatrical release quality uh, in terms of special effects. So definitely hel- helps deliver home the action. 
Um, one thing I really enjoyed uh, was all the vampire tropes, so like the garlic, the silver, the wood stake, um, the mirror parts. Uh, go back to the CGI, like when a vampire would stand in front of the mirror, you would just see their clothing. Yeah. Um, and one of the one of the best Easter eggs in the whole movie was when they got to the underground um, like office space, the uh, Abraham Lincoln poster on the wall. I thought that was such an incredible Easter egg, like. To the Abraham Lincoln it. Vampire Hunter movie. Such a great little throwback. Um, but yeah, let us know what, what we should watch next week, and I'll, I'll pick something from some of your suggestions. Um, great pick, though, Ben. This this was one of the more... Uh, I really enjoyed this film, I'll say that. Um, and I'll talk with you guys off air about the, the thing I didn't really understand. Uh, but, Dean, it's time... It's the time of the show, rather, where we, we say thank you to our Patreonies that keep the show going, keep us in the biz, as they say, keep the lights on, keep the water running. The Patreonies, the three pillars, give a huge shout out to Sean Fear, Ian CB, Renee Mendez, Eric Mariscal, Quinn Aguirre, King Louie, Mark Pearson, Paul Schreiber, James Colley, Equan, Chris Valenserina, Ben Thomas, Chris Letty, David Jones, Sam Kiss, <clears throat> Sam Gist, Daminator, Joao Breda, Thomas Clark, Sweet Sweet Danny Lee, Deanie Martin, Stephen Crett, Big Old Fern, King Zach, Caesar Marquin, Mark Phillips, Lisa Martin Bomonsky, Rick DiGregorio, The Everyday Collector, Ricardo Valdez, Jose CZ, Erwin Azucena, The Illustrious Rainer, Alid Morgan, Tukothri Wa, Derek B., Pablo Meza, Carlos Saavedra, Matt Clevenger, Seth Tucker, CC3PO, Scott Smith, Dalmaton, Jimmy James, Stephen Percha, Sean Usby, Scott Bradley, Steve and Maria Stanley, Eddie Manzanares, Louis Bennett, Chip Parent, Jimmy Hernandez, Gigi the Judgmental, and Brenton Palmer. Hell yeah. Huge shout out to those sweet angels. Wow, Equan says, I just got in the CW2K prize. Wow. Equan was killing it last week on the giveaways. All right, so the movies we got so far, uh, They Live, The Blues Brothers, Tropic Thunder, Raging Bull, Solo, 128 Days of Sodom. That may be a, a porno. That sounds like a porno. Uh, Blues Brothers. Um, uh, right now, Tropic Thunder, I think, is winning for me there. Um, September Patreon benefits, those are actually going to go out really soon, like next week, I think. I got to prep the letters, but it'll be August and September together. Uh, we got the 2000 sticker and the Live and Let Die sticker, so really excited for that. If you want to join Patreon, it starts at $5 a month. You get stickers sent straight to your door and access to Ox After Dark Replay. The $15 tier is Figure Fix Assistance, and the $25 tier is the uh, Collectible Pog set. And it doubles of all the stickers that we send, so a lot of great uh, bang for your buck there. YouTube channel members, we got Mojo Z78, Absolute Arwen, Test Just One, DK Avenger 702, OMFG Rick, uh, S Beam, Andres IB, Daminator, Sam Gist, Thomas Clark, Benjamin Hansen, Chris V, Big Ol' Fern, OG Fan, Bam M, Mark Pearson, Ben Thomas, Paul Schreiber, Andrew Gibo, CC3PO, um, Lemur Hernandez, Carlito, CT603. Uh, Eddie, Money, Mendez, Luke, Fredericks, and Sia Dreams. Big shout out to the YouTube people. Honestly, we, we had a very expensive month on the network. Just so many things we had to buy. And the uh, income from YouTube basically covered our um, annual podcasting hosting. So that was like a huge expense. So big shout out to people that, that help us with the Super Chats, 
and the YouTube channel memberships that uh, really came in clutch for us. Uh, membership starts at 99 cents and Peanut Gallery comes in at 299. Um, 99 cents would be if you're a Patreon member, you get loyalty badges and chat emojis. Uh, we also have uh, a look here at the network. We got um, CW Live is what you're listening to now. After Dark is not going to be airing tomorrow. Instead, we'll be doing Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, it'll be live Wednesday, lockdown uh, Thursday morning, and then re re-aired at our Saturday time slot. Um, we have, uh, I want to say, Small Talk this week. And then, of course, Friday, the place to be, we got Collector's Club, which should be a really exciting um uh, show this week but john i think you mentioned uh i don't want to put you on the spot but mm. have you confirmed the format of how we're doing club going forward i think you mentioned to me a few days ago that there might be like a small change small with, change yeah with the content yeah so with club we're what we're thinking of doing is uh every friday sticking to statues uh and kind of we're going to still talk comics if there's comic really big comic news that week we're going to stick to statues um every friday and then once a month towards the end of the month i was speaking with zach possibly on a thursday evening that small talk's not on so the opposing thursday we're going to do a comic show as part of the club show club brand essentially we're going to do a comic show uh for that month all the comic news all the hauls people have been getting in the community the comic books the specs everything we're going to put a great comic show together and um yeah, we're going to do it under the club brand, and we're going to have a good time. This way we kind of, we don't feel rushed on Fridays, and we can get people who don't the collect the comics, right the right yeah. panel, and stuff. I just feel like it'll flow better, and um, and yeah, we've, I've been talking with the guys from club, so we're going to get that organized for you guys. I love it. I love everything about it. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be a little bit of a different week this week. Like I said, live and let dice tomorrow, so... If you're normally an After Dark fan, I would genuinely appreciate it as favor to the Oxfather. Mm -hmm. Come and check out D&D. You know, dip the toe, the water's fine. It's really nerdy, but it'll be a fun episode. And uh, really excited did, for that. Did you want to mention um, also the unboxing on Monday? Oh, yes. Um, well, yes. Yeah, so Monday is a holiday, so um, it's a long weekend. So we are going to do a... a um, uh, what was the word we used here, John? It was going to be a previous recording re-aired. Yes. So I don't know what recording we're going to do yet. It'll be a classic unboxing. So uh, John is going to going to get that set up. So Monday we won't be live, but uh, enjoy your time with your family. Check out the unboxing. It may be new to you. It might be a classic one that you may have forgotten about. Mm -hmm. But we got some great stuff. And we'll be in the uh, chat definitely. Yeah, we got some great stuff in the backlog there. Um, T Public, lots of great shirts. I know we're thinking of doing some timed release uh, designs, so Dean is working hard on that. But uh, definitely some great stuff that Dean has been working on for the D&D show. And uh, we should be having a club shirt up there very soon, so yeah. if you want to show your support there, that'll be the way to do it. Um, for the socials, John, do you mind if you read this for me, please? Definitely, man. We got on Facebook, we got Collecting Weekly. We have our main community page, Collecting Weekly Auxiliary. Be sure to join that. Uh, Instagram, we got at Collecting Weekly, at Collecting Weekly underscore clips, and at The Everyday Collector. Guys, we have 2,000 subscribers, and these pages are nowhere near those people. So even with the views we get, 1,000, take a screenshot of this and go and add yourself to each one of these groups because you get news, statue news, figure news, comic news, everything. Stay up to date, and you get to hang out with us as well. I don't know definitely. if that's a benefit, but fuck. definitely before exactly. we, uh, yes, yeah, sorry. I was going to ask, 
Yes, my son. Instead of a movie of the week. Okay. Rings of Power comes out on Friday. Oof. Can we do both? Because we did put it out to the chat that they could pick. What's Can Rings of both? Power? The Lord of the Rings show. Oh, yeah. Uh, two episodes are dropping. Let's do that. Okay, so we'll do... I think of everything thus far. We're, we're doing Tropic Thunder. So, USB, congratulations. Let's also do Rings of Power. Because lately, these past few shows, we've been having to drag these out with like a lot of filler. Okay, that's four hours of TV you got to watch. That's too much. Okay, Each then. episode's probably going to be like an hour. Even on the long thing. weekend? Yep. And Way then, too much. And then a movie. I'm just saying, Zach still sometimes talk struggles about it, to watch the movie. Well, I have first off, I have a lot of Merlin to watch. You know this already. Second off, I will make time for Lord of the Rings. Third <laughs> I'm off, I'm just making sure. I'm third just... off, hang on. Third off, we lost a lot of the live viewership, but I want to give a little little treat to those that stayed. Shout out to you guys. So this was the this was the sandals this morning. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> bro, lost one and then lost the other, and this was the accident. It was wild. We should be fine to show this, but. So he hit this house and then oh bounced off Lord. and then hit this house. Oh, my God. And that's his car. Well, no, this is the car that the guy with the flip-flops and the blood was driving. That's what I'm saying. That's his car that he left. Yeah, he just left it running, bro. Perfectly parked. I know. Right? That's that's not a bad problem. park, to be honest. <laughs> not a bad park, like to be honest. Like a glove. Uh, so, so he hit the brick and then <clears throat> spun out. And, so, okay, and, uh, so... It's kind of hard to tell from this picture, but imagine it coming from the bottom right of your screen. You can see where the wheels kind of like dug into the dirt, and it, it hit this this uh, obviously this part here, and then spun, and then ended up here. It came from like from the left, basically. It looks like that neighbor had a Crazy. drunk night and just. <laughs> it kind of does, but Bro, the like... worst part was I was talking to my neighbor, and he's like, "Dude, I just planted all these plants in the front, and they all got torn up." He's like, "I just planted these on Sunday." Damn, dude, that sucks. I, I mean, you have to assume that the vehicle is his. So running away doesn't. Well, it could have really been a, a stolen solve. vehicle. Well, could have been. If you have an arrest like warrant, borrowed a borrowed a vehicle. But whoever, yeah, whoever does own that vehicle is budget fucked. car rental. I would have taken the license <laughs> plates off at least. Right, well, unless been, it was but stolen. Yeah. But I mean, if you don't, didn't report it stolen, you know, before this happens, you know. And, and Sir, your car is stolen, and you have a giant gash on your fork. What? <laughs> and your there's no sandals on your feet. I was gonna say, Andy lost his slides. Come on, that's the worst part of it. The tan line suggests that you wear slides. <laughs> Can no, you he wears socks. Come on. Uh, he was wearing socks with the sandals. The worst part though is uh, we're being nosy. We're being nosy, and so I was like, let me turn off our porch light so we could like get a get a look see because the cops like. Do you have an identification on that? I would have chased that motherfucker down. So, so I went out, and it was like that scene from Signs when the alien runs by, and it's like, it's behind. He just walked right in front of our house, dude, to scare the shit out of me. I don't know how you have a flipping pistol. You didn't go after him. I would have went after him. Yeah, oh, you can't yeah. do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Stand your ground doesn't work that way, my friend. <laughs> yeah, you get in a lot of trouble doing that. Shit. John, do, do you do you call those slides or do you call those flip flops? I call those, those flip flops, slippy floppies, slippers. Flip flops flip -flops are the ones go between your toes. <laughs> between your toes, like no, a, those yes. are those are th those are thongs. Those thongs. No, those are flip flops. Thong, 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 I call them slippers. Cisco yeah. all day. Can you imagine if you chased them down and 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 did a citizen's arrest? You one of our neighbor, one of our neighbors did try to chase them down, but she's like this older lady, and I'm like, I would have, I would have gotten in my bro? car and held back like a block or two, just keep my eye on it. No, on foot, bro. Yeah, I would have done that. I, I actually have done that. Some guy stole from my H E B, and I fucking followed his ass. Why would car. you do that? They're not paying please, you for that. Yeah, please don't ever do that, Dean. We need yeah. you, bro. 
Bro, H.E.B. Oh, don't give did. a fuck about it. He, he stole, know. like, a grape, and Dean's over there, like, hunt, hunt him down. No, <laughs> he stole the bounty a phone hunter. charger, actually. I did. The cop, I got in trouble. The cop was like, it was just a charger. I was like, well, I don't fucking know. It's still wrong. Like, what like, the Bitch, fuck? I'm repping the H.E.B., bro. What the hell? But, um, yeah. No, you just hang back, like, a few blocks. Like, no, turn you your lights on. Um, tackle him to the ground. And shout out to babyboy562. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it was his birthday this weekend. It so was. It was yesterday, cool. actually. But, Look at you know, that. He's, he's a diva. We celebrated birthday. his birthday Saturday, Sunday, oh, see Monday. It's like a it's birthday a month. Birthday oh, well, week. when you guys come in October, we're celebrating my birthday, too. So don't, don't All right. forget. Um, <laughs> just, in my life. just one more uh, thing to plug, and then we'll let you guys plug what you need. Live and Let Dice, Hero Forge giveaway. We don't have a lot of injuries. So uh, if you guys want to make a Hero Forge character, uh, if you're a fan of Dungeons & Dragons, we'll pick one person that wins and add their character into our game and then 3D print their model and send it to them. So... Uh, just the option and uh, baby girl 707 birthday boy gold con you'll love to hear it uh, anyway shout out time anyone have any shout outs they want to give no I can uh, kick us off shout out to Rainer for letting me know Fellowship of the Ring was in the theaters this week because oh, yeah. I did not know you guys invited me that was so nice I did. And Dean's like, no, I'm not going. I was like, well, you missed. Return I was of the out King. of town you for a week. I fellowship. wanted to hang out with my dog. The weekend we cost me a small fortune. Should have thought about that. Return of the King. I didn't go anywhere. Jesus Christ. Jesus. Sorry. It was no jokes tonight. We had to come on. We had to end it high. Dude, I'm gonna go get those slides from my front yard and I started away for three thousand subscribers. Huge shout out to the chat. Everyone who tuned in as usual. DNA guys. test them, dude. Get, get his DNA. You know his feet were sweating with socks on. <laughs> <laughs> this is disgusting, bro. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> blood and sweat. Fucking gooch grease. Probably what was his background? You're going to be honest. What? <laughs> what was his background? Did you get to see his nationality? It looked like a Latin. A racial. <laughs> That's dude, I was afraid when I walked out onto the scene, the cops, the cops were gonna, gonna arrest me. <laughs> I, I was like, "Fuck!" I fit the description. Middle aged Latin with a belly. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Anyways, um, um, shout out to uh, John, the Everyday Collector. He put out a new show yesterday oh, uh, called shoot. The Reactables, which I caught this afternoon while I was supposed to be working. Cool In new bed. show concept. So definitely. <laughs> Uh, definitely check that out if you haven't had a chance. That was a cool. That was a cool. I appreciate show. that, Ben. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. I liked it. Uh, and then uh, for the Ben Thomas show, I'm only 20 subs away from 500. So thank you hey. to everybody hey. uh, that oh. has been uh, supporting my channel. I definitely appreciate it. So. Yep. Wow. I should subscribe. Fast, Hold on. Bro. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you unsubscribed after that in-art conversation a few <laughs> weeks ago. Jesus <laughs> uh yeah be sure to check out reactables that's gonna be like a every week thing john or no like no that's gonna be every once in a while um it was a good show i got a chance to watch a little bit of it i thought it was yeah nakulio thank you brother appreciate that man um that brilliant yeah it's once in a while we see a video whatever we're gonna chit chat i'm gonna have a, a uh, what do you call the other one collect uh oh, there's so many uh, carpool, carpool collecting. collecting is gonna come up this week too i'm gonna hey, work on one go. so yeah you'll love to see it stay tuned for that Anyways, I love you guys. And by the, hold on, hold on one second, sorry. Oh. And by the time we get to Tuesday, it's a week. We have forty-four people watching. He should be at five hundred by t next Tuesday. Without oh, a hundred percent, has to be. Try it, hundred percent. <laughs> Anyways, I love you guys. Be careful with your lives, and don't drink and drive. It, it, well, it was such a crazy water. Week. 
I feel like there's more stuff to happen in my neighborhood, but I'm about to save that for like two weeks after dark. Like, not this Wednesday, but next Wednesday. Anyways, we love you guys, and uh, thank you for tuning in. I'm Zach. I'm Dean. I'm John. I'm Marco. And I'm Ben. We'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.